Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Welcome to the summer run home with your hosts, the Professor, James Rochford and Andrew Barney Barnett. Yeah, yes. Mark, are we on? Yes, we have someone new on the buttons and it was a super duper smart to spot start from Mark. It is a big welcome to the run home. Thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now and Rotoflex by Blundstone. Stability meets the freedom to move. It is a also a massive welcome to all our listeners, however you are tuning in. SCN 1170 in Sydney, SCN 693 in Brisbane, and SCN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. It is a thankful Thursday that you have joined us for. We do this every week. We do the thankful Thursday, don't we, Barney? We we sure do. And welcome, Barney. Thank you, Professor. Thank, thank you, you, Barney. Thank you for no, welcoming me. Oh, thank you for being a part of this. Um, also, thank you to all of those that are listening live on the SEN app. You can download the SEN app at the App Store or Google Play. Also, a big thanks to all of you that are listening on the uh, on the podcast, the Run Home Joel and Fletch mm. podcast. Thanks for thanks for listening to that, but no thanks for showing up late. Like, we started at 3. Yep. Be on time. Uh, subscribe at Spotify or all Apple Podcasts for that uh, podcast. And just a reminder, Joel and Fletch are back next week. For the will, regular run home, yes. I will say this to our podcast listeners, yes. though. It, it doesn't matter what the text topic is and when you're, how yes. late you are, yes. text in. Uh, I don't care who's on air. I want Maddie White to go, oh, why am I getting brushes with foam? Um, yes, fantastic. Just text in yeah, no matter what it. the time, day, We'll get back you to you. We will answer every single text. Uh, and you know what? As is most thankful Thursdays that Barney and I do, we give thanks for the person that is actually hitting the buttons for us today. Mm. And today, Barney... We are, well, no Brooksy. Nathan Brooks is, he's, so that producer's gone. No Gibbo. Gibbo's doing his oh, uplates with the Gibbo. Old, the headmaster. <laughs> the headmaster. Um, and uh, we've got a real substitute teacher in today. Uh, Mark, Good welcome. Good afternoon, boys. Mr. Good afternoon, listeners. How are we? Very well, thanks. How are you? Good. I like being the substitute teacher. If something yeah. goes wrong, I leave tomorrow. I'm gone. That's, that's true. It. Yeah, something oh, bad happens. Gibbo didn't leave a lesson plan. Just that's pop right. a video in. That's Let's have right. fun. Yeah. And that's what it's going to be today. Oh, yeah. Yes. Loose. A video in sort of afternoon. Now, Mark, the last time we worked with you, if we can get straight into mm-hmm. it, of course, mm. you were having visa troubles. Yeah. Well, um, aren't we all? And you were pretty close to being kicked out of the country. But obviously, you're still here. What was the update on that? You're a Scotsman. I am. Yes. I am currently here on a working holiday visa. Um, so not done the fruit picking yet. Not done that yet. What what fruit would you prefer to pick? Ooh. Like I, I had a Japanese mate who went and picked strawberries. He said that was quite good. They're a low down fruit though, so you got to. Yeah, I'm bad knees, so I'm thinking mm. apples. Apples would be good. Apples would be good. Lots of twisting though on apples. How are are your wrists? Wrists are good. I use my wrists quite a lot, so I'm all good. Apples too. You get you do it at the right time of year, Batlow or somewhere like that. Quite in a bit, you know, the crisp weather. As a Scotsman. You're going to enjoy oh, that little bit yeah. of a battle winter. Have you ever stayed in any shipping containers? Ooh, yeah. um, not since. That's how we got here. 
Yeah. yeah. Have you seen yeah. the wire? <laughs> it was cheaper to put me in the, the under under the plane right. just to get me in there. Just not well, that's good. That's good news that we aren't um, shipping you off. Um, <laughs> How is life in the backpackers? Uh, Are you, have you got your own room? Are you still sharing in the eight-person dorm? What's going on? You're making me seem like I'm a real kind of <laughs> how the traditional UK person comes over here, does the, the whole get away from the UK thing now. Nah, you're you're uh, not? Well, you know, I live in quite a nice flat in Petersham. <laughs> live there with my partner, partner Laura. And yeah, yeah it's, and the yeah, other yeah. and the other eight people from and the, the other yeah, eight. Yeah, we yeah. get it. That's very good. Sub, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's only the two of them on the pullout couch. So, you know. It's fantastic. Um, thank you, Mark. Hey, by the way, are you going to strike at yeah, any point ooh, today? Is... Because uh, if you, uh, for those of you that uh, have been following the UK news, it is the largest strikes in a generation taking place over there at the moment. You've got uh, teachers, you've mm. got civil servants, train drivers, university lecturers, um, greenskeepers. Not the university lecturers. Yeah, the two, 250,000 pounds a year they were getting, they're not happy with, mate. What will, what will people do if the university <laughs> oh, lecturers don't say, oh, mate, I couldn't get into work today. Why? Oh, bloody, the philosophy professor wouldn't do his lecture. <laughs> So, oh my there, God, you'll there, be missed. Yeah, there is about half a million people yes. on strike in the UK. But will you finish today or will you at any point start picketing? Yeah. Are you going to start chanting anything? Well, yes. Oh, he's already he's on strike oh, already. Button pushes. Oh, United will never be defeated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you could just let us know if you are going to strike, that, that would be uh, much appreciated. Now, Barney... Um, We've got heaps coming up. Oh, we do. We've got a massive show, mate. You want to run through some of that for our listeners who's uh, who's coming on? Yeah, What's I'm excited about this. We've got former Parramatta Eel and NRL Nation caller Timmy Manor is going to uh, join us for a chat all about, uh, well, he's probably heard a bit of Gibbo's steam room chat. Yeah, and, that'd uh, be good to get a feel for the steam room A man at who's been in the steam room at Para. Yeah. Um, a veteran of the steam room. And, uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get some real steam room I've got to say chat. as well, candidate yeah. for world's nicest man. Or Can candidate. you? He's up He's at least top three. Yeah. Well, or world's nicest man in rugby league. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And he's then outside. He's a, Who he, else is there? Who else is in their top three? In rugby league. Rugby league. Well's yeah, nicest yeah. man, Stephen Menzies. Yeah, Beaver's pretty good. World uh-huh. nicest men. Um, and um, probably Andrew Fafita. Oh, okay. That's Laurie number. Daly's pretty nice. Oh, Laurie Daly's up Laurie, there. Goodness lovely Laurie. Me. I like Dan Laurie. He's a lovely guy. Dan, Dan Laurie's lovely yeah, as well. Lovely. Oh, God, these are all – it's difficult. Yeah. Um, it's a lovely sport, isn't it? It is a lo- <laughs> some, absolutely lovely. But they would be top three, I reckon. Timmy Manor, Laurie Daly. Menzies. 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 Nathan Heimarsh yeah. is up there Hindies. as well. Oh, God, he's lovely. Like to uh, like to say that you've, you've not mentioned any of our – Oh, Fletcher's no. a grub. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hang on, Joel Kane. Lovely. Hey, man. Joel Kane's a great guy, isn't he? Jesus. <laughs> He is a really he's a good guy. Man. He's, a uh, he's part of the God. He's a grump. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we've also, hang on, an old mate of yours is coming yes. on, Barney. Is that uh, right? Former Australian fast a bowler and Channel 7 uh, commentator Trent Copeland will be uh, chatting cricket with us. Uh, Only cricket, though, Barney. Now, we might have a qu- little chat about hockey. There too. will Trent be a very, no very good hockey, hockey player. talk. That is a guarantee from the summer run home. An absolute guarantee. Also, mm. I think this is a, it's our second last show today for the Summer Run Home. Penultimate show, as uh, as has been pointed out here on the text line. Maddie from Park Ridge says, boys, very keen for the pen- oh, penultimate show. Bring it on. It is. It's going to be, well, it's going to be loose because there's no Gibbo, unless Gibbo is the influence that makes it loose. Mark, you might be a much sure ahead, do you think? I think I'm quite strict. 
Maybe. We're mm. about to find out. I'd like to keep my job. Whereas Gibbo is reckless. He can do what he wants. Yeah. He'll be here tomorrow. Yeah, he's got a he's got a real streak where he's just trying to ruin his career. It's fantastic. It's, it's inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> um, lock, yes, the self destruction continues. Oh, it is inspiring. <laughs> it's magic. Uh, Lachlan McCurdy will be on. He's a code sports writer. He's going to be talking cricket as well. No yeah, he's hockey. a he's a very very good cricket writer. So um, yeah, maybe you know what? I'm going to get his thoughts whether he maybe want to write a bit of hockey in the offseason. No, no one wants to write. Uh, hey. Because the challenger is on tonight, the massive clash between the Sydney Sixers yes. and the Brisbane Heat. We will be, uh, I guess, we'll be previewing that with these guys. They'll give us the lowdown. Yeah, let uh, us know who who to watch, who who uh, the batsmen should target, who the bowlers should target. I'm assuming will Trent be on the coverage tonight for Channel Seven? Will he be out there? Item. We'll find out. Could he yeah, give we'll us a pitch out. report? Do you think? Oh, I hope so. Mm. I believe it's going to be a Turner, a raging really? Turner. Uh, well, speaking on that, Sock, our colleague here, it looks like he's signed on for another year. Yes, for the Sixers. This is very exciting. Uh, that was that was great news to wake up to this it morning, was. wasn't it? And Barney, am I right in saying it's what caught your ear? Is that it? it is what caught oh, my ear. There we go. It Seamless. Is, it, it was the first thing to catch my ear this morning. I, I woke up, and um, as you know, as is often happens when there's news about sock, my kids run in very excited. I'm like, Dad, Dad, we've got him yeah, for another yeah, year. Right, and I was yeah. like, What, boys? Am I? Pinch me, I think I'm still asleep. Yeah, right. Am I dreaming? No. And they're like, no, you're not dreaming. Look at this, Dad. And I saw there the press release and I was like, oh, my goodness. This is this is, this is, is the best way to start a thankful Thursday. It is. And so, and uh, you're thankful for the fact that Sock, another year. Another year. For the Mighty Sixes. Because it would people, it, they said, three even three years ago, people would have said, no, nah, he's not going to keep playing past 37. So he's now 38. He's 38. He's signed on for another year. So he'll be 39. He'll be 39. And I reckon he can keep going. I reckon he can keep going. I reckon – because I, I actually – that not only did I get that old bloke news, right, the guy that's playing late into uh, – when most guys are – Well, can I, can I ask you age. before we move on from Sock, mm-hmm. will they start to um, sort of, I, I guess, restrict the number of overs he's bowling? Will they peg him back from four? Like, will he only be <laughs> well, able to bowl, like, you know, three, say, when he's 39, maybe two – just to, you know, for weight. You know, oh, for, I think for, the, the, what the Sixers will do is at the moment, you know, they, they have him bowl four overs yeah. in the match and then they rest him for a week. Yep. I reckon that they're probably going to, re- you know, probably rest him for two games in between. Um, I see. They'll, get a, but, the, so they'll we'll, get a rocking chair for the dugout. Okay. That's <laughs> and will, they, will they actually, will they all four overs be in a row or will it be like one at the start? One in the middle, see how he's going. Uh, yeah, see, this is this is the thing, you know, as you age, um, once you're into your spell, do you want right, to stop and get cool them down? Done. You want to get them all done. That's, yep. and, and, I mean, it's horses for courses on that. Like, I know, like, uh, yeah, it wants, any exercise, once I've stopped, that's it. I'm not starting again oh, for another okay. couple of days. So he warms you know what up. I mean? So he warms up. You, he's like an old car. Once you get him going, you don't want to be stopping and starting at the lights, you know. You're freeway driver. He is, I have to say, he is the most consistent bowler Mate, in for that all, side. Yeah, for, for all, all the, the jokes. Fun we, the jokes we make, he is, and he's only sort of getting better. Like, it's like, you know these blokes that get to a certain age and they're that in control of their, their skill and they're that, um, because he's played so long, he's, he's seen it all. He's a, he's a smart guy and so he tactically um, is phenomenal so he knows what he wants to bowl he can he's so in control of that skill he can put it exactly where he wants to and he knows what to bowl to to who 
Um, yeah, he's, he's, he wins half the, I think, he gets half the wickets just with his brain. He outthinks the batsman. Well, which is what it is, right, when you're a spin bowler. It's much more of a game of chess rather than, um, well, brandings if you're a yeah. fast bowler, right? And I guess if you think about it, when you were 38, if you could actually give some advice to you when you were 21, which is when he sort of broke onto the scene when he was spin bowling. Mm. So surely at 45, he could give advice to 38-year-old Sock, oh. which goes back to what you're saying. And can't he just keep playing forever? I, I I can't I can't see a reason why not. I mean, you watch him run in. It's not a he's he's not overly taxing in his action. It's a nice smooth action. He's he, I you know what I I reckon he could keep going at least till sixty. I don't think you're wrong. I I got a feeling Pat Simcox. Pat Simcox, the great South African bowler. He did. He was late fifties when he retired. Late fifties, and we need more of this because this is this is what used to happen a lot with um with you know former Test cricketers and that they play their Test cricket and then they keep playing, and they just sort of drop down grade cricket. But then there was all these got people coming through that go, yeah, I played with, uh, you know, against a former grade a former Test cricketer, and I was only playing fourth grade for for Manly, and it. It's great because that experience then teaches mm, the next generation, which yeah. he's doing at the highest oh, level. Yes. Now, if and so, a lot of yes. people will say you can't play to sixty, well, I say, uh, look, uh, I'm going to give you one name, Kazuyoshi Miura. Ah, the uh, spinner, King Kazu. King Kazu. He's uh, was mate, he, come on. What was he? He's a medium pacer. Jogabonito, <laughs> of course, he is one of the great round ball specialists. He is a round ball specialist because this is the other news I got today. What? Um, I woke up. You know, I was, I'm always on Kazu. You Watch are. King Kazu, my favourite. Uh, now he, for those un- unfamiliar, is a uh, a Japanese footballer who is uh, a veteran. Um, uh, he is going to his fifteenth club um, in his long career. Holy dooly! He's just been uh, basically. I think he's still. Technically, Yokohama FC, but he's been loaned out to a Portuguese club, and I'm going to help you uh, get your help here with the pronunciation mark because you're all over your jogger Benito. I thought uh, I was going to say I don't. They don't speak a lot of Portuguese in Scotland. It's not really a thing. <laughs> yeah, you, well, can't, you know, you can't even get Portuguese chicken in Scotland because Lord knows I've tried. <laughs> well, if they deep fried it, maybe. Mate, you can't wow. even get. Listen, okay. you cannot even get tomato sauce for a meat pie in Scotland. Uh, I know I, that's nothing to do with Portuguese chicken, <laughs> but while we're on it, and you know what? You go to the soccer over there, you ask for a pie. It's a scotch pie. Oh, scotch pies are delicious. It's not even a normal meat pie. Well, and what's then, a scotch pie? It's like a... a is a, it is it full of whiskey? Rather than, rather than like... <laughs> is that mint, what it is? No. Rather than mints and like uh, like oh. beef and like gravy in the in, in the yeah, pie. the good bit. It's like <laughs> it's like a, like, like a burger puck, almost like a yeah. puck of meat. It's, a, it's like... It's like square sausage, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a. It's <laughs> it's delicious. It, it tastes it tastes like sweaty oh, undies. Li- little, li- <laughs> and the only other whoa, thing, whoa. No, and then the other, they come. <laughs> and then you know the other thing, you can't you can't just get a, a beer. You get a bovril. Yeah, you can't get beer a in Scotland. Bovril. Do you know what a bovril is? Is that that beef drink? It's a beefy yes. drink. <laughs> it's meat stock. Uh. So I'm gonna have a hockey puck. Well, it's not. It's anyway. It's, it's delicious. Sorry. That's very... How do we get onto this? Yeah. You cannot. Hey, by the way, if we wanted a business venture, yeah. Portuguese chicken in the UK, mm. we yeah. would make a fortune. Portugal's not that far from there. Yes. Mark, yes. King Kazu. Sorry. King Kazu, <laughs> yes. So he's going to Portugal. Yes. You know what? Here's our man to get the inside. Yes. He can, he can maybe talk to the Portuguese. Yes. Get us a good recipe for our uh, Portuguese chicken. Fantastic. But he's going to uh, now Oliver Renzi? Oliver Renzi. Oliver Renzi. Oh. 
he's going on loan. It'll be his uh, 15th club in a career that started in 1986, his professional okay. career. He, uh, King so Kazoo. 18 in 1986? Uh, well, King Kazu turns uh, 56 in uh, February. And he is a professional soccer player. He's a professional soccer player. He's the yep. oldest professional footballer in the world. Uh, he, here's some clubs. He, he So he started 86. He was at Santos. Uh, then went to Palmeiras. Uh, Matsubara, CRB. Uh, then XV Dijal. Uh, Corribita. Uh, ah. Back to Santos uh, in the 90s. I, this is, we've only up to 1990 yeah, right, point, okay. by the way. <laughs> so was he not very, like... Wasn't he very popular at clubs? Why'd they shuffle him around? Um, no. <laughs> Does he start he played, troubles? I think he played 80 games for Japan. And I think yeah. if you look at his career in 2005, he moved to Yokohama. I think it was 200, yeah, 278 appearances for Yokohama. So that I, was his base. Holy I dooly. think you'll find 2005, he was loaned out to the uh, Sky Blues themselves, Sydney FC. Uh, mighty Sydney mm. FC. It was, it was Alessandro Del Piero there in 05? 05. I'll have to check. I don't know. If you're in the cove right now, can you text in? Yeah. I know you guys hang out there all the time. 0457736736 or call 1300-01-1170. When was Del Piero at Sydney FC? Sorry, Barney, on you go. Yes. So he's also played for, uh, most recently, he was at the Suzuka Point Getters. <laughs> By the way, which can we just stop a for a second and talk about great names? No, for... But you don't get points in soccer. You get goals. Well, you get three points if you win the game. Might be a translation. Oh, okay, so it's more of a <laughs> yeah. I see. It's more to do they with get the, the table. Yeah. Rather they, than... they don't lose so much as they'll draw or win. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they'll get the points. the points. Yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> the point getters, uh, which I believe last uh, last year was coached by his older brother. He was managed by his older brother. Oh, older brother. His older brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is, who's obviously retiring, which is why he's been loaned out again. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, me. so I had a look at I had a look at the uh, the roster um, over at the club he's going to. So there is on there like what's this? Probably a forty man roster that I've uh, found. There is one player. Uh, the oldest player was born in nineteen eighty seven, so he'll be thirty five. Yep. The oldest other the player. eldest other than so there's no player that he's going to play with who was born when he started his career, right? So he could be the grandfather Easily. of some of these players. He could be the father of the coach who's 44 years <laughs> of age. It's just unbelievable. So yeah, but he just keeps going. This is and to to put it in context, 1986. I thought let's have a look at some of the things that were going on in Australia in 1986. Because so Mark, you, yeah, when were you born, right? No? I was born in 1994. Okay. So in 94, he was playing for uh, Genoa in Italy. That's oh, a good club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he had a season Genoa. Yeah. So, he, um, so he's playing in Italy. Mark's born in Scotland yes. in 1994. Uh, back in 86, when uh, he first started, when he first was over in Brazil, uh, he, uh, he, well, you and I were, we hadn't started school. Um, but Didn't we start in 86? 87. 87? Oh, yeah. I, oh, I started a year. No, I... I finished three years early and I, oh. I started at three and then I, I taught the last two years. I was like a student teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, student yeah. slash teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like a player coach. Mate, they might need you in the UK. I hear that the mate. university professors are going on strike. Well, oh. if they need a fake professor, they know where to come. Rugby <laughs> yeah, league exactly. joke professor, I'm the guy. What was happening in 86, 86. Barney? So Bob Hawke was the prime minister. Uh, oh, can oh, we get some yeah. music? We were yeah, listening to this tune. Um yeah. Yes. All right. In excess. I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> 
This, of course, is off the Whispering Jack album, which was the biggest album of 1986 in Australia. Um, Are you going to point out that Mark didn't know this uh, yeah, song? So, yeah, listeners, to let you in, before uh, at a little pre-production meeting, I said to Mark, can we get uh, John Farnham's You're the Voice to run? He goes, yeah, I'll just have to check. And he brought up the lyrics and scanned through them to make sure there was no swear words. I, 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 so is this is this the radio edit this where is the radio Farnham radio. didn't do the yeah, yeah, F-bombs yeah, yeah. and yeah. the C-bombs? And, yeah. yeah, he was known for that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> he could, I don't know. could drop an MF-er. Yeah, he could, yeah. <laughs> now, well, the other thing you pointed out, Barney, is it's like the only Australian song... That has bagpipes in it? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's maybe well, an yeah. ACDC song. Yeah, maybe. Oh, so, you know that one, because yeah. you claim it's a Scottish band, don't you? Oh, ACDC. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes, uh, it's a very good song. It is a very good song. So we were rocking out to this. Um, so in sport, uh, Parramatta Eels won the grand final. This is the their last The title. last grand final. So maybe when uh, maybe when King Kazu retires, yeah. maybe the Eels are on again. There you go. Um, they beat the Bulldogs 4-2 in probably the worst grand final no, ever. It was a barn burner. <laughs> uh, Parramatta Stadium was opened. Mm. And then subsequently closed two years ago. Yes. And then... So this, so that was after old, they burnt down the old Cumberland Oval. <laughs> yeah, that's then right. built Parramatta Stadium, and now that's gone. Uh, the last game of rugby league was played at the uh, Sydney Sports Ground number two, um, where the Roosters defeated the North Sydney Bears 21-14. Oh. That's the old one with, that had the dirt racetrack oh, around yeah, the outside. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. Uh, athletes who were born in 1986. Sorry, the Scotsman's rocking out to the bagpipes. Hey, put your shirt back on, Mark. That freedom, is... Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> well, I don't know how he got the kilt on that quick. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> it's uh, like he was wearing under his shorts. Well, it's, he dropped his undies straight away, popped the kilt on. It's magic. <laughs> Do you want to hear some athletes yeah. who were born in 1986? So these are, yeah. these are guys who've now... Ret- James Orbison? Orbo? Oh, yeah, righto. <laughs> he, ret- he played 300 reti- games, didn't he? And has retired. Yeah, yes. He was He's born gone, the year that King Kazu started playing. Bo Champion, who uh, we believe we oh, just spotted we just across the, the road in North Sydney. Uh, Beric Barnes, former Wallaby. Oh, yes, he was a great Once player. again, retired. Uh, the great Todd Carney, born in 1986. He has had a career and multiple scandals <laughs> yeah. in the time that Kazu's yeah. been playing. And uh, and of course this is this is great. Our uh, our guest later in the show, Trent Copeland. Fantastic. Nineteen eighty six. Nineteen eighty six. Why don't we? Hey, let's get people at home. Right in. Who's your favourite old athlete? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Or give us a call one three hundred zero one. 11. Lundy's, Lundy's <laughs> just texted in the uh, the full name of uh, the non-radio edited version of the song you're listening to. You're the uh, something voice. You're the MF voice. MF in voice. Uh, <laughs> Thank, you, Lundy. You. Thank you, Have Lundy. Have we got anything to give away? Have we got... Yeah, I'll find a signet boost power bank. Of course I will. All right, we'll give something We, we don't away have today. any double passes. Everyone else has given out double passes well, to the we cricket double pa- No, we did that like Gibbo's yesterday. not left me with the information. He's no. not the lesson oh. plan. No, well, oh. he's in the Green oh. Cathedral, mate. He's not thinking about us now. <laughs> he's shrouping. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Uh, and hopefully we'll chat some old sportsmen on the other side. Yes, you are on the summer run home. Uh, Barney just told a great story about King Kazu, is that it? Yes. 55, playing professional Joga Benito in Portugal. Yes. Um, and we were asking the, the, uh, the, your favourite old athlete, Chris has written a doozy in there, Mark. Uh, Mark sorry, Barney. Uh, what's, oh, George Bradley Hogg yeah. played cricket into his 40s. Now, you look this up. He played 
for Australia at 44 and then was still playing two years later? 46. Wow, that is that is pretty good. The uh, We also got this. This is a good uh, little one. Pedro the Rooster says, um, in response to me saying, uh, well, whenever you listen to the podcast, just just text in. Uh, Barney and Professor, I'm currently listening to the podcast uh, tomorrow. Uh, last oh. hour of today's show is hilarious. <laughs> Pedro. Well, you know that's a lie because we tend to fade pretty hard in that last hour. <laughs> no, nah, I reckon we're getting a guest or something. Oh, that'll <laughs> be knows? good. Surprise guest. <laughs> Mark, knows? what do you got for us? Um, I've got here Kelly Slater. Um, oh, it's Gibbo's written in. Uh, oh, Gibbo. Yeah, he's he's in a barrel right now. Uh, he's hanging 10. You're right. G'day, boys. Hanging 10 in a barrel. I uh, just wanted to toss up Kelly Slater, 50 years and 354 days, still on the tour. Wow. Still uh, the number one draw card. I like that he used the shuckers emoji. Shuckers, shuck, two shuckers, and an eggplant. Um, is, there's another good one here. Um, still active. Yeah. You've got, um, oh, this is a really good one. Um, uh, M- Miguel Mayer plays professional beach volleyball. How old? 50, sorry, I should have said that. 51 years, 283 days. 51. And he's still a professional beach volleyball player. Wow. Still, you reckon he, Speedo? You speedo. Reckon, he, I've got a photo here. Tucks him right up the caboose. Look at that. <laughs> oh, look at that. 51. That's not bad. All right, You'd hey. need the speed off. You're bouncing around at 51, wouldn't you? The extra support, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think he's wearing Spanx, by the way. <laughs> by the look of this. Why are there four marks in the sand <laughs> when he surfs? We need to go to the news. Yes, you're listening to the Summer Run Home with the Professor and Barney, and we're doing it with thanks to Hyundai. Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel uh, in stock now, and Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. And we've been talking about, uh, well, great old athletes uh, off the back of, well, our our great old athlete mate, uh, Socky, getting another year, and we're saying he can go to 60 easy in the in the spirit of King Kazu, the uh, the Japanese uh, footballer who's going to his 15th club at the age of, well, he'll be, he'll be 56 this month. So uh, very excited for him. And uh, we, were, we were looking at, because King Kazu started, Professor, his career in 1986. And I was reading out some athletes who were born in 1986. And I mentioned James Orbison. Now, uh, 140 uh, here. Sebo. Sebo. Uh, says uh, it's Mitchell Orbison, you muppet. Um, yes, Mitchell Orbison is is a footballer. I believe James might have. I'm not sure if they're brothers. They look very similar. Uh, James James Orbison though did also play for the Storm in 2007. And so 2000. you meant James. So this bloke called you a muppet. Yes. All right. Well, you're a muppet, look- Sebo. Then. <laughs> hey, um, there's yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter, mate. Don't look. People call you muppets. You oh, know? mate. Well, James Orbison also uh, was coach of the Goulburn Workers Bulldogs for three seasons. Mate. Uh, yeah. so. Well, and his dad, some of the great music. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, here's some notables. Um, yep. Really, Martina Navratilova, she played till she was 49 years old. Wowee. Finished in 2006. Now, what about that? I'm going to give you these three, and then we're going to get yeah. into some NRL news. Carmen Salvino. 86. Carmen San Diego. Carmen San Diego. Where if in you, the world is if Carmen? If anybody's spotted her, message in. We're bloody looking for her. No. Carmen Salvino is an active professional 10 bowler. Still plays now. Really? On the tour. Very good. How old? 86 years old. 86. It's good to stay active. Isn't it, it is. 10 pins a good one for that. Uh, this one I love. Sobby Slaw Zazeda is 91 years old and is, an, is still uh, in auto racing. Is a Polish rally driver. 
who still competes oh, at 91. Just, but his left indicator's on the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. He's the only bloke wearing a hat. Can I just say, I went, this morning I drove through Freshwater and there was a, a lady who was about 80 that went straight through a crossing. Nearly killed a family. So... <laughs> Rally driver? Rally driver. She's <laughs> perfect. Uh, i got one more for you, and this one yeah. apparently is real. Stanislaw Kowalski. Ooh. Now, he at the age of 105, he was the oldest man to compete <laughs> in uh, athletics, and they, they made an age group for him. Un, uh, under 106s. <laughs> the under 106s, yep. Uh, and he competed in sprinting, shot put, and discus throw. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow, he apparently practiced with his teeth yeah. in the morning. <laughs> anyway, so oh, Cliffy uh, Young. A lot, of, lot Young. of people coming in for Cliffy Young. A lot of love for Cliffy Young. Uh, also, old sportsman. Love the show, guys. Uh, old sportsman Alfie Langer. Yeah, even though he's a course. trainer for the Bronco, every time he comes on the screen, looks like he's ready to do a hit-up in the back line, and that is chief on the Central Just Coast. Just quietly, the Broncos could probably do with Alfie. Mm. He, he looks like, after every game, he looks like he's ready to murder a can, too, Mate. doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he does. Mike, you had one for um, us? Well, yeah, one? up until 12 hours ago, we had Tom Brady. Of we course. We did. He's um, a bloody, what's he, 45? 45. Bloody, yeah. what a sook, retiring at 45. King yeah. Kazoo wouldn't have. Mate. King Kazoo wouldn't King have. King Kazoo. Martina was going for another four years, never had yeah. a lot of it. Tennis is far harder than NFL, is it? Yeah. yeah. Especially, oh, mate, you just sit oh. in the pocket and oh, throw mate. the ball. He hasn't been tackled in 10 years. Look there's after a whole, Tom. There's a whole He's rule. important for the NFL. Don't rough the passer. Don't oh, rough mate. the passer. Yeah, no. Wouldn't happen in rugby league, mate. No, nah, nah. never, yeah. never. Hey, mate, speaking of which. would see Alfie uh, whinging about nah. that, would you? <laughs> Take his head off. Hey, uh, that was I was segueing then because it's time now for some rugby league news. Let's have a look at the pulse of rugby league. Who was <laughs> somebody written something on the text? That's got yeah, Lundy sent a text. I can't read out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't read that one out, Lundy. Very let's, good work. Let's man, have man. a look at the pulse of rugby league. Thanks to Anytime Fitness. Make your own rules at Anytime Fitness. Now, Lachlan Miller has joined the Newcastle Knights. After, I'm reading this from the news after release from the Cronulla Sharks, where his career will take a massive downhill turn. <laughs> mate. Uh, it's written, uh, uh, mate. Nicolucci, mate. He's... Or um, oh. <laughs> it's what it says. He has gone there for his career to die, and <laughs> it was the worst mate. choice he's, he's ever made professionally. In in a Adam O'Brien said. <laughs> Yes, I will ruin him. Yeah, go on, mate. Yes, I will ruin his career. Yes. I've won four premierships. That's what Adam O'Brien said. Um, he, now, Lucky Miller actually, to a degree, fits our uh, thing because he's only just coming to the NRL last year and he's 28. Yeah, so he's, he's rugby a, seven. Rugby mate. seven. So he's, he's a late uh, debutant to the NRL of, of a great rugby seven's yeah, career. Does. Mate, he's going to make a real difference up there at he the will. Knights. He will. And uh, <laughs> KP can then move to the uh, halves. I've got a gag, mate. Yeah. Okay, go. Go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and in the event, like the Auckland Nines comes back, then he'll be great because he's seven on seven on the field. What's he going to do? Or if all of a sudden somebody does a line out? Mate, mate, <laughs> one of those little—I love the little line. I do in too. Sevens. In the sevens, very uh, cute. So, sorry, mate. What were you going to say about? Oh, I was going to say he was going to have a real impact. Cut the oranges. Mine wasn't as good as yours. It's Mine wasn't good. Yeah. It was more of I was pointing out the fact. Yes, that, mate. He's. You know what? You'll be. You guys will be eating crow come the end of the <laughs> season when Lockie Miller he gets uh, Dally right. M fullback of the year. All right. Caelan oh. <laughs> Ponga, Dally M player of the year, and uh, you know the Safidi brothers are. Just going off. I said yesterday, Mark, Steam on the room. show, I've made a bet that 
Kalen Ponga by round four will be back at the fullback. Ooh. Same as what happened the last time he moved to number six under Nathan Brown. Adam O'Brien will do the I'm same save, thing. Save, save nah. He will, mate. No. Nah, oh, he's got Jackson Hastings next to him. Oh, he has got Jackson Hastings. Mate, <laughs> the bloke that gets shuffled from club to club. All Nailing of a sudden, him. he's going to it in Newcastle. The King Castle of the NRL. <laughs> hey, there oh, you go. Mate. Shots fired from Mr. Buttons. Hey, Kay Dykes is out for the season after an ACL tear. This is very sad. Expected to be the backup to Will Kennedy. Now that Lachlan Miller is gone, second in line, uh, Dykes is the son of former Shark Adam Dykes. Yeah, this is, this is a little bit of a, a dampener on the whole Thing. I, I feel for um, it's hard to me, hard for me to feel for Sharks fans, but it is hard. Like you don't want to see this with anyone. It was a twenty first birthday too when it happened. He did yeah. his ACL. That's no good. But um, by all accounts, he is a hard worker. ACLs. I mean, it's not an injury you want to have, but the the people come back from them much. How better. long are you out for with an ACL? Do you know? Uh, Six to eight. It's yeah. six to eight years. Months. <laughs> months. Yeah, with, with good rehab. Months, so he should not, be not weeks. weeks. He yeah. should yeah, be back right. for Okay. Well, hopefully he's okay. Uh, and then Liam Martin has resigned from the Panthers. <laughs> yeah. Re- Sorry, re-signed yeah. for the Panthers until the I hope no Panthers fans out there were like, oh, God. No. He uh, has re-signed till the end of the 2024 season. Yeah, it just took an extra year on his contract, which um, you think – are you thinking what I'm thinking? Bulldogs League Club. Bulldogs, yeah. You Photo in the lifts. Keep an eye out. <laughs> if you're right in the lifts out there. You'll be in them soon, Keep mate. an eye out. All right. You're on the Summer Run Home with the Professor and Barn. Yes, you are listening to the Summer Run Home with the Prof and the Barn. And we've just had Dom Craniti um, yes. of the restaurant fame um, <laughs> burst into our studio here. He's breaking news, Dom. Is that right? Yeah, breaking news coming Do out it. of yeah. Central Coast Mariners. Uh uh, attacking uh, player Paul Ayongo has departed the club. Club sources confirmed to me this morning. Uh, I couldn't get into work any earlier. That's why. Club source. Who's club the club source? source. Uh, if I revealed my sources, it would not be anonymous. Is it anymore. which which of the two bottles at the end of the field? Is it the tomato sauce bottle? <laughs> Look, because <laughs> oh, the giant the, is the barbecue the other yeah, one. Oh, the barbecue. The barbecue <laughs> keeps things tight though. I feel like I feel like tomato sauce is a bit more loose lipped. Yeah, and do they still have the? Sorry, Dom, I was about to ask about mustard, but let's go <laughs> back to Ayongo. So Ayongo, if he is he playing in Romania? Um, yeah, he'll be going to a top club in Romania, from what I told. A lot of interest Ooh. from other clubs. Uh, Portuguese teams try to get in on him. He came from Portugal uh, at the end of last season. Hey, he could be playing with my man, King Kazu, if he King went to Kazu, Portugal. Yeah. The man, the 50-year-old legend. How yeah. King Kazu? Yeah. yeah, he's great. Well, he's, the, just I, going, he's going to Portugal. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's just uh, he's just been loaned out from uh, from Yokohama. What a legend. Yes. Absolute so legend of the game. And the other big news is... Mark and I are starting Portuguese chicken in the UK. Did you hear that? Well, a lot of Portugal chat this uh, first hour, let me tell you. Does Nando's not exist in the UK? No, you cannot. Two things you can't get in the UK. One is a decent roast chicken, Mm -hmm. and the other one's a decent Portuguese chicken. Don't, Mark. You can't get a roast chicken in the UK. Like, I mean, like Chargill Charlie's. Oh, yeah. Find me one of those. We don't have that. Find me one of those shops where I can get a decent. Dental care, bar of soap. We don't have that. Mate, press your own buttons, hey. mate. <laughs> no, I was, I was just talking about chicken, which is legit. Yeah, you guys have dental care now, right? What's that? What? <laughs> <laughs>
All right, well, that's big. Hey, Dom, that's exciting, mate. That is great. Is that Breaking the first news. big news you've broken? In your, you're only young. You're starting out. I think this is my first proper Holy big news. Dooley. Yeah. So, I can't believe definitely. we're here for it. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm we can take credit be, for it now. Yeah. Though. We yeah, can. Yeah. We, you know. Have you got a photo with your article that you wrote? Oh, that I might print it out. I'll frame it. I'll get used yeah, to sign it. Yeah, we'll come out and take a photo. That's very good. Very exciting. <laughs> uh, and is there is there a replacement for Ayonga? Yeah. Said so anybody? yeah, no. They signed Dylan Wenzel Hawes from Western United yesterday. Uh, oh, so, Theo Harris as well. They signed yeah, him. yeah, yeah. So they've done the double from Western United. So really? they signed him a couple of days in advance. You know, keep their value down because they say, hey, you guys have to compete with other strikers. And then all of a sudden, Nayong goes Nayong out the door. Nayong goes out the door. Jeez, yeah. they're crazy. Is there a transfer fee involved? Do they? I believe so. The club source would not confirm how much, though. Ooh. I try to get it out of the person. And the club source is? The, the club source is a good friend of mine. Oh, so it's a friend. Is a it, friend. can I take a guess, is it Usain Bolt? I've got to leave. Oh, God, I knew oh, it. <laughs> Dom, thanks for coming in. Thanks that for is, having me on. We need to get like a sting for Dom, like yeah. a breaking news. Breaking news. Like, a, like just a window do, do, glass breaking. Do, 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 do. Something like that. Breaking Don't call yes. Steve Austin's right. glass breaking. Just get I like Dom. Dom. Thanks, breaking boys. News. Very good. And you know I love Joga Benito news. You know you do. that. You do. I you do. love CCMs. I love CCMs. I love Joga Benitos. And I love anybody going to Portugal. I love giant inflatable bottles of sauce. You So... I mean, that story had everything. Mate, congrats, Dom. I'm excited we were here yeah, for that. Yeah, that was good. Me too. All right, take a break. Barney, the text line is running hot. 0457 736 736. Lots of different topics people are tossing up. Lots of CCM fans yes. writing, writing in about the Paul Leongo news that Dom Craniti just broke. How good is that to be part of breaking news, yeah. by the way? Historic uh, moment. We, and we mentioned a few things you can't get in the UK. Uh, well, you know. Nando's, etc. Another thing you can't get in the UK, Andy B says, is a decent rugby league team. Um, yeah, fair enough, probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I won't defend that. No, okay. Yeah. Uh, this uh, this is from Rob. He says, love sock. Fielding will be his problem, not bowling. He'll bowl the first and third over, then the eighth and tenth. Then he'll be subbed out to keep his body fit um, or to stop him whinging. Uh, will be the other reason there. And then uh, afternoon, fellas, do you think Sock will go back to long run up next season? Uh, oh, he's hoping. I'd love to see him back off six steps. So oh, he couldn't do it, I think. <laughs> six steps, that'd ruin him. Still hasn't got in. And on old uh, old um, athletes, mm. uh, golfer Bernard Langer still winning tournaments at 65. Yeah, 61. well, I've, I can trump that slightly. Gary Player, he played till he was 73, retired in 2009. Wow. A uh, couple other good ones here. Fred Davis, 79 years, professional snooker player. Wow. Um, 79, I feel like snooker and darts, you can play almost to death. Oh, you have to bend over a lot for the snooker. Yeah, Your back goes bad. Somewhere. Also, how are, you doing, yeah, how are you doing up your bow tie when you've got arthritis in your hands? Well, you go to the elastic. Oh, that's bow. a good shout. <laughs> uh, Skip Hall, 64 years of age, m- mixed martial arts. Holy dooly. He debuted at 63. <laughs> <laughs> died at 64, yeah, did he? Died at 64 against Conor McGregor. So oh, there you go. Conor nice. McGregor was 15. Boxing, 60 years old, Saul Paul Mamby from uh, America. Boxing. And he, he debuted early. He was 1980, 1982. Boxed all the way through till 60. Um, I mean, he didn't remember the last 20 years, but. <laughs> hey, you know what keeps you fit? <laughs> Sweet time for the news. Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now.
Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Welcome to the Summer Run Home with your hosts, the Professor, James Rochford and Andrew Barney Barnett. Yes, it is a thankful Thursday on the Summer Run Home for the Professor and Barney and it is a massive thank you to our sponsors, Hyundai and Blundstone. If you did miss the first hour, then there is the uh, podcast where you can catch yes. up on it. You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify or where all good podcasts are downloaded in that first hour. Uh, well, Barney has found a 55-year-old professional footballer, King Kazai. Kazu. He's a, he's a Japanese, Japanese footballer who is uh, he's just, well, just been loaned out to a Portuguese side uh, from uh, Yokohama FC. And he, is, uh, he started his career back in 1986, Professor. Pretty amazing. How many games has he actually played, Barney? Uh, oh, I'd have to do some maths here. Uh, Yokohama FC, he's done, played 278 since 2005. So he's, he's not... I mean, he Just toss for, up a number. No one's looking it up. Played 41 for Kyoto oh, Purple Sanger. Let's not do the maths on air. Toss up a number. Kyoto Purple Sanger. All right, fantastic. Anyway, we're coming up on good, the show. <laughs> another good club name, Kyoto Purple Sanger. You I had do. a Purple Sanger one year Did after you? the Christmas holidays. I'd left the sandwich in my bag and <laughs> it went completely purple. Purple Sangers. Yeah. Uh, now, later on in the show, we'll be chatting to former Parramatta Eel Enforcer and NRL Nation caller Timmy Manor. That's exciting. Retired too young. He did. Way too young. Uh, Shawnee Omerod. I think it's our last cross to Shawnee from Sportsbet on the oh, summer run home. taking an early one, is he? Yeah, not, he is. Not coming in on Friday. Nah, mate. He's probably got staffies or something on a Friday. Yeah. You know what he's like. Yeah. Um, and, Barney, there, uh, we have a text message there that might nicely yeah. segue into... Rooster Man yeah. has said, Barney, can we get some hockey news updates? Don't listen to the professor, which is, uh, well... You know what? You're right on both counts there, Rooster Man. Uh, we will get some hockey news updates because, uh, well, Trent Copeland, uh, former Australian Test cricketer and uh, well, and New South Wales Blue and uh, now Channel 7 uh, cricket commentator is uh, going to be joining us and he is, uh, well, a very, very good hockey player. But that's not why we're talking to him. We're not well, talking yeah, to him we'll about hockey. We'll obviously mention the cricket. <laughs> it's going to mostly hockey Briefly. Chat. Um, while we're on the cricket, it's time now to welcome our first special guest to Thankful Thursday. Uh, it is Lachlan McCurdy, who is a writer for Code Sports. Are you there, Lachlan? I am, boys. Good to be with you. What are you thankful th- for on this Thursday? Lachlan, anything? I'm thankful for one last game of cricket in Sydney where it's not actually raining. I mean, it's a nice way to kind of feel like we're properly ending summer, that there's no rain. Yeah, it is a beautiful, beautiful afternoon, shaping up for a beautiful evening there at the uh, SCG. Before we get to that, though, Lachlan, what are your thoughts on hockey? Mate, we're not... Lachlan, you don't need to answer that. Oh, I'm happy to talk about hockey. We can we can do a pivot. We can talk about the Kookaburras, the World Cup, anything you want. Just, yes, can Lachlan, you, you're one of the good ones. Can you flush this guy, please, mate? <laughs> no, listen, Lachlan, we're not here to talk to you about hockey. The challenger is on tonight between the uh, Sydney Sixers and the Brisbane Heat. From the SCG, obviously quite a few changes in lineups. Uh, you know, it's always a turning pitch. Uh, Brisbane flew down yesterday, all these things. So based on all of that, who is going to win? Who should people bet on? Oh, I, I would <laughs> never tell people where exactly to put their money. Of but course. I think the Sixers have a, a very good chance of getting this game over the line. They, they haven't lost a game at the SCG this season. Um, obviously, the Heat have... Had those Aussie players in Renshaw, Kawaja, Labashane there, but now they're off to India. So it's a, it's a weaker Heat squad than what we saw a couple for the last couple of weeks. But again, the Heat are the one team the Sixers haven't beat, beaten this season. So there is, uh, there's a few interesting form lines going into this one, that's for sure. 
Yeah, do you? I've, I've tended to notice this year um, the the form, and we've talked about this on the show. The form tends to go in waves in the BBL. Like teams seem to win a few in a row, and then lose a few in a row, then win a few in a row. Um, should that be a worry for Sixers fans, given that the Heat are obviously in their, uh, you know, a little bit of a winning? Uh, They're on a heater. They're on a heater, um, as they like to say. You can use that, Lachlan. Uh, and <laughs> then obviously the Sixers, uh, um, they obviously lost to a very, very good Scorchers side, but they didn't really look like anything was clicking for them on Saturday night. How much should we read into that? Look, I think there is a bit of that sense that momentum is really important in T20 cricket, especially in a competition like this where you don't have a lot of time to kind of reflect on that result. You've got to move straight on to the next one, especially with this knockout cricket. So that they put a lot, lot of effort into that Scorchers game. The Chatting to Sean Abbott yesterday, he was kind of saying, when we had them three for 20, we kind of almost thought it was done. And because they switched off mentally, the Scorchers are too good a side to let them get away with that. And then they have to kind of flick that switch and go, okay, now we've got to come back home and if we get through this game, go back to Perth. So there's a lot of things playing in the Sixers' mind ahead of this match and you've got to be careful not to start thinking forward of if we get to the final, we've got to go back to Perth. The the Brisbane Heat have proved that they're no easy beats this year and even without sort of the likes of Kwaja and Labashain and those guys, that they can post big totals. So it's going to be uh, an interesting result tonight, that's for sure. Are you heading out to the game, Lachlan? Are you uh, heading to the SCG? Yeah, I'll be heading there. I I, be, I will be one who doesn't have to worry about going back to school or anything like that tomorrow. I'm sure it'll be a smaller crowd as a result. But, yeah, I think I'll be one of a, a smaller crowd than the last we saw there, that's for sure. Now, are you working or is it for fun? Are you able to have a couple of ales and relax or have you got to uh, write some articles? What do you got to do? Yeah, I'll be working. I'll be heading up into the, the, the nice press box up at the SCG, some beautiful facilities up there. So it's, uh, it's definitely my favourite ground to, to watch cricket in Australia. All right. Mate, now um, we've we've heard about how the the uh, Sydney pitch is uh, can turn a bit, takes a good bit of spin, and the, how impactful the spinners have been. But Sean Abbott has been absolutely on fire at the back end of this BBL series for the uh, for the Sixers, mate. Uh, how important is he going to be tonight? Yeah, he's really vital. We obviously saw in that final against the Scorchers on Saturday, he took three wickets, and if it wasn't for him, the, the Scorchers probably would have got it done a, a lot easier than they did. So. He's been fantastic, and he had kind of admitted himself he had a really slow start to the season. He was disappointed with his first few games and the way he bowled, so he kind of made a concerted effort to to really improve and find that form that saw him in Australian teams and things like that over the last few years. So he's he, he's one of the most experienced BBL players that we've seen in the competition. He's the, the comp's leading, leading wicket-taker, so... Yeah, if the Sixers want to get the job done, he's going to be key for them on a pitch that, yeah, we don't really know what it's going to do. We haven't seen any cricket here for almost two weeks, so it could be a bit up and down, and that pace is going to play an important role. Well, it's interesting because obviously um, the Heat have got a couple of great fast bowlers in uh, Nessa and um, who's the young bloke that's burst onto the scene? I've lost his name. Yes. Johnson. Now, now, will they have any impact at the SCG? Because I said this yesterday, that last time we saw the SCG pitch, the ball was sticking in it like it was porridge. So, I mean, sure, it would be a change of pace for them, but do you think they'll have any impact, these fast bowlers? I think they'll definitely have some impact. I mean, you look at a lot of the, a few of the Sixers dismissals across the season, but obviously in the last couple of games, they've been ones where they've been a bit rushed for pace or 
or kind of have themselves comfortable out there, and especially someone like Spencer Johnson who can kind of get that ball in short and, and really attack the ribs and things like that. That's going to unsettle some of the Sixers batters who... I mean, there's a few guys who, obviously, you've got Dan Hughes coming in for Steve Smith, but Josh Felipe and Curtis Patterson probably haven't had the most amazing tournaments that they would have wanted. So they'll be feeling the pressure going, OK, we, we need to step up in this game, especially without Steve Smith. So, yeah, it, it, it's almost more of that mindset battle of going, OK, they might get a few short ones and then using those variations of a slower ball cutters, things like that, to kind of really unsettle the Sixers batters. Now, looking forward um, past the end of the BBL season, we're talking about the play, the test players that have taken off to India. Um, Usman Khawaja, we've uh, heard now, has flown out to India. His visa issues are sorted. Now, are you getting the trip over there to go report on it or are you going to be uh, riding on it from home, mate? No, I'll be nice and comfortable watching it from home. Uh, the, the late nights, I'm looking forward to at home, in front, on the couch at home. It means you can enjoy a few more things from home. Like you said, the ales at the cricket, you can do that at home as well. But no, I'll be keeping an eye on things from there. It's close to the best place to watch test cricket, as in India for a time slot in Australia, because it's a 2.30 start, right? It's, it's start of the day's play, yeah. takes you into the evening. It's, uh, you're it's not sitting perfect. up all night, but you get that late, a nice bit of late night cricket where you're watching it. And mate, what are you expecting to see out of the India series? I think it's going to be really close. I think a lot of the Aussie guys have said that they feel like this is one of the best squads they they have sent over there in recent tours. And I think I, I agree with them that you've got a really experienced batting lineup mixed with some really promising guys who we know what they can do, like Manus, Travis Head, and. Um, Alex Carey, they, they haven't played over in India, but we, we're going to get to see how they go in this new service. But you've got guys like Steve Smith and Usman Khawaja who have had that experience over there. And then, obviously, the fast bowling attack is probably one of the best we've had since sort of 2004, going back to those sort of McGrath-Warn years. I mean, I think that search for the, the clear second spinner for Australia is going to be the real interesting test to see whether you go with Ashton Agar again, which I think they will for the first test, or whether you give a guy like Todd Murphy a chance and go, okay, we think you're the you're the next big thing, so let's just give you a chance. Um, so, yeah, I think that'll be the big question for the Aussies, but I think it's going to be a good series because, I mean, we've got to want a revenge from India. They've come here and, and won the last two series here, so we're going to want to do something similar over there. That's right, and we just need that one uh, draw to make it through to the Test Championship, right? That's all mm. we... I mean, we want to win... But just to get that that game later in the year against the Indians, so so that's exciting. Hey, Lachlan, we'll let you go, mate. Just before you go, who's your favourite old athlete in the world? We've been chatting that this afternoon. Have you got a favourite oldie? I mean, oh, the name. What, what the name escapes me? Um, the equestrian, the Australian equestrian. Ah, uh, Hoy, uh, Andrew Hoy. Hoy, Hoy. Hey, that's yeah, a Hoy, good yeah. one. We'll add that to the yeah, list. Andrew Hoy, from the, um, the yeah. town of Colcan down there in the Riverina. Is he? Yeah, there's yeah. a big sign outside of Colcan. They don't have much else going on. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Hey, Lachlan, thanks for chatting this afternoon, mate. Anytime, guys. Have fun this afternoon at the cricket. Uh, not a bad gig there for yeah. old Lachlan heading out to the cricket. Uh, that it would be the perfect gig if you didn't have to sit and write an article at the end of it. Yeah. You know what I would do? I would write it before and just leave gaps for the names. And then <laughs> yeah. I just impact feel player. impact player. Um, the, you know, the blank started strong, yeah, but then put the team blank, in, yeah, uh, finished stronger, yes, <laughs> yeah. So and so took four so and so runs. How do you I can, embed a video? Yeah, <laughs> Here's that's the right. Yeah.
And then you just you go in there and you, you rip in. Because I think it's full strength beer in the media tent. Because some of the stuff these guys write, they must be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah is there spirits? Yeah. Well, I know for some of the NRL matches, based on the stuff they write, definitely. I think it's a free bar, right? It's just. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. But the, <laughs> I, I don't think. I think, you know, how some, like if you get done drink driving and you've got to blow into it, blow into the, the ignition in your car to yeah. get it to start if you. And it won't start if you've got. It's similar with the rugby league, uh, where if you if you don't have six schooners under your belt, you can't ride an you can't, you, The computer won't start. Yeah, right. No, you got to blow into it. And like, oh yeah, you seem like you're good enough now. <laughs> Rip it. Really, really give us what you think. Hey, uh, talking old athletes, I got a doozy for you. Oh yeah, Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe, the Gordie uh, Howe. ice hockey player. Ice hockey player played until the age. This is ice hockey, right? Probably the most physical sport, arguably. Uh, yeah, yeah. And well, not just physical in terms of, you know, pa- fast paced and you, you physical fitness, but just, uh, you can be hit at any point, like bumped and well, like he, a rough yeah. sport. Well, also he played in the age of the goons. Is that what they were called? The guys that used to go he out would the have played pre helmet too. Wouldn't yeah. He? So 1946 to 1980, 26 seasons in the NHL <laughs> retired when he was 52. Gordy Howe. Did he, was he, did he play for Boston? Ruins? Am I getting that wrong? Yes. No. No. Detroit Red Detroit Wings. Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. All right. But that's a good one. Um, another great one, Lex Needleoff, ah. professional cyclist. He's a Dutchman. <laughs> Needleoff, a cyclist. What? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of yeah. here. Well, most of them are needle on, huh? <laughs> Isn't that the tradition? <laughs> With the cyclists? His name is... I'm not... <laughs> Needleoff. <laughs> Needleoff. Ah, there you go. Retired in 2018. He was 52 years. I wonder how he... <laughs> His blood was 26. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. Very good. This is a great topic. Baseball. Satchel Page. Hey, Played Satchel. Until... Satchel, named after a bag you wear over your shoulder, I guess. Oh, he's Leroy Robert Satchel Page. His, his nickname was the man bag. It, the European carry-all, I think they used to call him. Uh, 59 years, 350 days. What would you in uh, MLB, baseball. Oh, what he used to do? A pitcher. 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 Yeah, so yeah. the pitcher, that's a... They treat them like thoroughbreds, the pitchers, in the MLB. I'm not sure so in those days... What, they, they put them out... In put a, them out to stud. Just no, to um, make... They, like, Little, if, no, they yeah. go every like they they'll pitch every sort of. Oh, now I'm I'm worried, Jeremy. No, he's gone. Don't worry. I think it's he's a baseball. It's expert. every four games yeah. or something. So they'll, they'll but they play four off. games in four days. Yeah, because in a month they play 162 games in a year mm. of baseball, and they have in a month they'll have like one or two days off. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit silly. Hundred. What is it? 164 games? Is it? 162, I think. 62. And that's what you were pushing for in the NRL, right? Yes. Each team to play 162 <laughs> yeah. games. Why not? Bring back the midweek um, games. Um, I mean, why? how good would it be just to get home and be like, oh, Wednesday night football, how good? Hope it's as good as Tuesday night's game. Yeah. That was a good one with the same two teams. Um, <laughs> here we go. Let's keep going. Um, oh, this is a doozy. Hannah Kazi. Daisaku. Ooh. Take a guess. Obviously so a Japanese, Japanese man. Speaking. What sport? Uh, 51 years. He's still active. Still going still now. Still going. 51. Started in uh, 1986. Tell me it's sumo. It is sumo wrestling. 
Get he's, out of town. No, 51 years. He's still wrestling. How's your knees after? Well, he's wearing knee braces in the actual picture here. Is he? Yeah. Um, and, ooh, that's right up his clacker. Yeah. You want to have a look at that's the way they do that. Anakazi Daisuku. Um, all right, we're going to be chatting some more old athletes. Just a reminder, coming up, we're going to be chatting to your old mate, Trent Copeland. Yes, we've got a few texts coming in. Oh, join yep. join right, in. Let's do the text quickly. Yeah. Heather McKay retired from professional squash at 40, being undefeated for over 20 Holy years. Dooley. Wow. Once retired, she played Masters squash, winning 45s twice, the under 45s twice, and the under 50s twice. That's from Brendan. Thank you, Brendan. Um, Ian Chappell saying no more 79. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Sorry to burst your bubble, boys, but there's predicted thunderstorm tonight between 7 and 8 o'clock for Sydney. Fair From Sean. That's not Shawnee Omerod, Might be is it? bloody Shawnee Omerod, always trying to raining rain on, on our, our parade every time. I, what's the weather like in Brisbane, though, Barney, today? Uh, so yesterday was beautiful, yeah. so today is No, perfect. the day before was perfect. Oh, today's perfect. Yeah, yeah, so it goes on and off, beautiful, right. perfect. Australian Open, can't yeah. wait for it up there. It'll be bloody be good. good. All right, Mark, hit that break button. Now, all you fans of the beautiful game, we are about to give you a Joga Benito update. Uh, Barney, yes. before we do, you've got a couple more old athletes there on the text line? Yeah, we're talking old athletes. Uh, if you've got one, 0457 736 736 is the number to text, and these people have. Dave from Frankston uh, has reminded us that Gordy Howe, who you said played ice hockey into his 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, 52. He, he was who Bart Simpson pretended to set his teacher, Miss Krabappel, up on a date with. That was like the original catfish. It was. Wasn't it? Yeah. Gordy Howe. Uh, very well done. Uh, how about Ronnie O'Sullivan, uh, says this person who didn't give us their name. Uh, they said 47 years old, current snooker, uh, world number one and world champion. Um, yeah, do we count snooker? As yes, a... we do. <laughs> yes, we absolutely do. The best to ever do. Ronnie, if we consider snooker a sport, which I, of course, do, Ronnie Antonio Sullivan is one of the best, is the best. Of Where's Ronnie O'Sullivan from? He's from, he's from England. But and you still like him? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> and he, he's incredible. He, he plays left-handed half the time just for the, just, just for taking the, the mick. You're joking. Yeah. Does he drink schooners while he plays? No, no, no. He's, he loves Pints. his running. <laughs> Pints. Pints. Yeah. Come schooners. Come does on. He, does he smoke darts? Uh, not since Embassy of no longer sponsoring the, the, the World Championships. <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. That's a shame. Oh, like, oh, wow. He did a, he, he, had a, he had a 147 in 4 minutes 17. You're joking. 4 minutes 17. I don't know what any of that oh. means. I knew that you loved a Ronnie, Mark, but I didn't know it was Ronnie O'Sullivan. That yeah. is unbelievable. Uh, Matt from Park Ridge says, out of left field here, boys, but Ric Flair uh, was like 60 when he retired. Yeah. Nature, Nature boy. Nature boy. Can you give us a Ric Flair? Give us a whoo. Whoo. No. no. Come on. Can Go you on. give us a like that. Okay, I wasn't going to do that much. Yeah. That's Ric Flair. Yeah. God, he was good. The nature old man by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> He's still with us, though, isn't he? Yeah. I'm always nervous when uh, I do this. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah. He's he just. He's with us? Ric Flair, yeah, let me give me, just. give me. Uh, he's looking. Yep, he's still blonde somehow. That's that's amazing. Uh, and that Scandinavian looks, roots. Looks perfectly Flair, natural, by Flair the way. Flair is Swedish, the surname. Flair. <laughs> There's lots of flares. an umlaut over there. Yeah. It? This Wikipedia has him still active, 1972 to present. Yeah, he was wrestling last year, I believe. You're wow. joking. Yeah, he does the wrestling. Oh, he, he, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like The Rock coming Comes back. Comes up and slaps them. For WWE. Yeah. Um, hey, it's time for our Joga Bonetto update. Can we get some music? Can we get a little bit of Waka Waka? Here we go. All right. This is thanks to Optus Sport. Catch La Liga. I know that's your favourite La Liga, isn't it, Barney? Mm. And the Premier League. 
Edgar, only on Optus Sporta. Are they going to start... Hopefully, Optus Sports start uh, showing a bit of Portugal League too, too, so I can see. They uh, do. My... I, I'm pretty sure they do. See the King. Yep. They... King Kazu go around. They do. Uh, in the EFL Cup, my favourite of the cups. Mm. Uh, do you want to do this one, Barney? This. Yeah, Manchester Untied beat Nottingham Forest. Uh, Good win. Nil. Good win uh, for the Untied. Five zip uh, on aggregate, uh, and they'll play uh, New Cassel. Uh, in the final. That's, is that uh, right, Mark? Has he Mark, got that one right? Yeah, he's got that one right there. Yeah. <laughs> Newcastle United versus Manchester United. Uh, oh, okay. In the final, final of the FL Cup. Carabao Cup. Okay. Who's favourites there, mate? Uh, oh, I, I, you pro- you probably say I'll, I'll, I'll keep United. Because <laughs> 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 they're both United. Because it's Newcastle United. Yes. Hey, all right. But you do that, okay. Who, who would do. you prefer to see win there, Mark? Oh, Newcastle Obviously. United. No one likes Manchester United. Who's your EPL team? Don't have one. I'm Scottish. Oh, sorry. Oh. I, that that was visceral that came out. Well, there. and you yeah. stood up you there. Get you asked got a quite lot. angry. I, get asked I don't a know lot. where he got the knife from. Is that a skin do? It's a skin do. It's a skin do. Well done. You know it's a skin do. Chelsea spent half a billion dollars this transfer season and can't even register all of them. Yeah. So they spent half a billion Australian dollars on players. And they've got the Champions League coming up. Yeah. And they can only register three of those players. So even though they bought like five or six, only three new ones can actually play in the Champions League. Uh, who's the biggest name? Of spares Mudr- in the pantry. Mudruk, he's 95 million from Shakhtar Donetsk. The big one, the biggest transfer of any player in British football, Enzo Fernandez, 104 million pounds. Where's he come so, from? He's come from Benfica, who he signed for Benfica for 8 million in the summer. And now... What's his... Uh, he's had a good year. What's yeah. his national team? Argentina, so he was the player of the World Cup. Uh, so he had a great World Cup, mm. and that's what rose him to. Oh. A, a, a I thought to there was only one person that played for Argentina. Angel Di Maria, yeah. yeah. Um, Julian Alvarez, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The soccer, the goalie, who was the goalie with the, that had a bit of fun with the, the trophy? The yeah. like gyrating with the trophy. Oh, Martinez. Then, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carried hey, the, the baby <laughs> Mbappe. Proper Lucien. Yeah, no, bike. Messi. Uh, okay, the Matildas squad has been announced. Mark, are there any... Um, How many any, hundreds of million... In there, Mark. Hundreds of millions, lots of hundreds of millions in there. Um, any surprise omissions or any not, surprise not inclusions? Inclusion, not surprised, but Western Sydney Wanderers defender Claire Hunt, got to be careful, um, is in the squad for the first time. They're playing three games in February. Uh, Gosford, Sydney and Newcastle. They've got three warm-ups for the World Cup. Fantastic. So Building up to that World Cup, yeah. which is going to be epic. Hey, Mark, I want an SPL update. Oh, Talk okay. to me. Yeah. Who's on top? Who's on top? Celtic are still on top. Ange yeah. Postacog lose Celtic. And uh, not just him, mate. Harry Kuehl, he's there making a and difference. Harry, yeah, of course. And Harry Moy, hey? Aaron Moy. Aaron Moy's had one of the best starts of the season of any player. He's in, he'll, probably in team of the year. There they are from Lundy, Celtic FC. Hoops till I die. No one cares, Lundy. Now, uh, there is a there is a big <laughs> Japanese contingent now at the uh, Hoops because of Ange Postacoglu's connection to uh, the J-League. Yep. Kyogo oh. Furuhashi, Daisen yeah, Maeda. lots of them. Hatate. Do you think he'll get King Kazu there? Oh, I'd love How to see King that Kazu. Be? That would be great. Would he? Yeah. Would Kazu be older than Ange? Than Ange? Ooh, maybe. They'd be similar age, wouldn't they? They'd have probably. a lot in common. They'd probably hang out. Yeah, they could. Ange Postecoglou, fifty-seven. Hey, oh, so Ange is yeah, only a year older. And where are uh, where are the Rangers? Are they second? Uh, Rangers. The fact you said the Rangers is going to please a lot of Celtic fans. There, um, Rangers are second. They are yeah, quite a few points behind. Nine points behind. And then what? Hibs, Hearts, uh, Hearts, Saint and Livy. Hibs. Where's, where's Park Dick Thistle? Park Dick Thistle are in the the division below. <laughs> They're in the championship. Losers. 
But your team, Dundee, My team United, Dundee United, where are we? Bottom of the table. Now, all you fans of the beautiful game, we are about to give you a Joga Benito update. Uh, Barney, yes. before we do, you've got a couple more old athletes there on the text line. Yeah, we're talking old athletes. Uh, if you've got one, 0457 736 736 is the number to text. And these people have, Dave from Frankston uh, has reminded us that Gordie Howe, who you said played ice hockey into his 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, 52. He, he was who Bart Simpson pretended to set his teacher, Miss Krabappel, up on a date with. That was like the original catfish. It was. Wasn't it? Yeah. Gordy Howe. Uh, very well done. Uh, how about Ronnie O'Sullivan, uh, says this person who didn't give us their name. Uh, they said 47 years old, current snooker, uh, world number one and world champion. Um, yeah, do we count snooker? As yes, a- we do. <laughs> yes, we absolutely do. The best to ever do it. Ronnie, if we consider a snooker a sport, which I, of course, do, Ronnie Antonio Sullivan is one of the best, is the best. Where's Ronnie time. O'Sullivan from? He's from he's from England. but And you still like him? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> and he he's incre- he, he plays left-handed half the time just for the... Just, just for... Taking the, the mick. You're joking. Yeah. Does he drink schooners while he plays? No, no, no. He's, he loves Pints. his running. <laughs> Pints. Pints. <laughs> yeah. Come schooners. Come does on. He, does he smoke darts? Uh, not since Embassy are no longer sponsoring the, the, the World Championships. <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. That's a shame. Oh, like, oh wow. He did a, he, 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 had a, he had a 147 in 4 minutes 17. You're joking. 4 minutes 17. I don't know what any of that oh. means. I knew that you loved a Ronnie, Mark, but I didn't know it was Ronnie O'Sullivan. That yeah. is unbelievable. Uh, Matt from Park Ridge says, out of left field here, boys, but Ric Flair uh, was like 60 when he retired. Yeah. Nature boy. Nature boy. Can you give us a Ric Flair? Give us a whoo. Whoo. No. no. Come on. Can Go you on. give us a whoo. Like that. Okay. I wasn't going to do that much. Yeah. That's Ric Flair. Yeah. God, he was good. The nature old man by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> He's still with us, though, isn't he? Yeah. I'm always nervous when I do this. Ooh, yeah, oh, he, is. he is just. He's with us? Rick Flair, yeah, let me give me just. a... Uh, he's looking. Yep, he's still blonde somehow. That's that's amazing. Uh, that Scandinavian looks, roots. Looks perfectly Flair, natural, by Flair the way. Flair is Swedish, the surname. Flair. <laughs> There's lots of Flairs. an umlaut over the in, eyes. Yeah. This Wikipedia has him still active, 1972 to present. Yeah, he was wrestling last year, I believe. You're wow. joking. Yeah, he does the wrestling. Oh, he, he, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like The Rock coming Comes up back. Comes up and slaps them. WWE. Yeah. Um, hey, it's time for our Joga Bonetto update. Can we get some music? Can we get a little bit of Waka Waka? Here we go. All right. This is thanks to Optus Sport. Catch La Liga. I know that's your favourite La Liga, isn't it, Barney? Mm. And the Premier League. Only on Optus Sporta. Are they going to start... Hopefully, Optus Sports start uh, showing a bit of Portugal League too, too, so I can see. Uh, they do, my... I, I, I'm pretty sure they do. See the King. Yep. They... The King Kazu go around. They do. Uh, in the EFL Cup, my favourite of the cups. Mm. Uh, do you want to do this one, Barney? This. Yeah, Manchester Untied beat Nottingham Forest. Uh, Good win. Good win uh, for the Untied. Five zip uh, on aggregate, uh, and they'll play uh, New Castle. Uh, in the final. That's, is that right, Mark? Has he Mark, got that one right? Yeah, he's got that one right there. Yeah. <laughs> Newcastle United versus Manchester uh, United. In, oh, okay. In the, in the final, final of the FL Cup. Carabao Cup. Okay. Who's favourites there, mate? Uh, oh, I, I, you, pro- you probably say I'll, I'll, I'll keep United. Because <laughs> 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 they're both United. Because it's Newcastle United. Yes. Hey, all right. But you knew that, of course. Yeah. Who, of course who would you prefer to see win there, Mark? Oh, Obviously. Newcastle United. No one likes Manchester United. Who's your EPL team? Mate? Don't have one. I'm Scottish. Oh, sorry. Oh. I, that, that was visceral that came out. Well, there. and you yeah. stood up you there. Get you got quite lot. angry. I, get asked I don't lot. know where he got the knife from. 
Is that a skin do? It's a skin do. Well done, you know it's a skin do. Chelsea spent half a billion dollars this transfer season and can't even register all of them. Yeah, so they spent half a billion Australian dollars on players and they've got the Champions League coming up. Yeah. And they can only register three of those players. So even though they bought like five or six, only three new ones can actually play in the Champions League. Uh, who's the biggest a name? Of spares Mudr- in the pantry. Mudruk, he's 95 million from Shakhtar Donetsk. The big one, the biggest transfer of any player in British football, Enzo Fernandez. 104 million pounds. Where's he come so, from? He's come from Benfica, who he signed for Benfica for 8 million in the summer. And now... What's his... Uh, he's had a good year. What's yeah. his national team? Argentina, so he was the player of the World Cup. Uh, so he had a great World Cup, mm. and that's what rose him. To, oh. you know, a, a I thought there was only one person that played for Argentina. Angel Di Maria. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Julian Alvarez, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The soccer, the goalie, who was the goalie <laughs> with the, that had a bit of fun with the, the trophy? The like yeah. gyrating with the trophy. Oh, Martinez. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carried hey, the, the baby <laughs> Mbappe. Proper loose unit. Yeah, no, Messi. Uh, okay, the Matildas squad has been announced. Mark, are there any... Um, How many any? hundreds of million... In there, Mark. Hundreds of millions, lots of hundreds of millions in there. Um, any surprise omissions or any not, surprise not inclusions? Inclusion, not surprised, but Western Sydney Wanderers defender Claire Hunt, gotta be careful, um, is in the squad for the first time. They're playing three games in February. Uh, Gosford, Sydney, and Newcastle. They've got three warm ups for the World Cup. Fantastic. So Building up to that World Cup, yeah. which is going to be epic. Hey, Mark, I want an SPL update. Oh, Talk okay. to me. Yeah. Who's on top? Who's on top? Celtic are still on top. Ange yeah. Postacog lose Celtic. And uh, not just him, mate. Harry Kuehl, he's there making a and difference. Harry, yeah, of course. And Harry Moy, hey? Aaron Moy. Aaron Moy's had one of the best starts of the season of any player. He's in, he'll, probably in team of the year. There they are from Lundy, Celtic FC. Hoops till I die. No one cares, Lundy. Now, uh, there is a there is a big <laughs> Japanese contingent now at the uh, Hoops because of Ange Postacoglu's connection to uh, the J-League. Yeah. Kyogo oh. Furuhashi, Dyson yeah, Maeda. lots of them. Patate. Do you think he'll get King Kazu there? Oh, I'd love How to see that. That would be great. Would he? Yeah. Would Kazu be older than Ange? Than Ange? Ooh, maybe. They'd be similar age, wouldn't they? They'd have a lot in common. They'd probably hang out. Yeah, they could. Ange Postecoglou, fifty-seven. Hey, oh, so Ange is yeah, only a year older. And where are uh, where are the Rangers? Are they second? Uh, Rangers. The, night, the fact you said the Rangers is going to please a lot of Celtic fans. There, um, Rangers are second. They are yeah, quite a few points behind. Nine points behind. And then what? Hibs, Hearts, uh, Hearts, Saint Mary and Livy. Hibs. Where's, where's Park Dick Thistle? Park Dick Thistle are in the the division below. <laughs> They're in the championship. Losers. But your team, Dundee, My team United, Dundee United. Where are we? Bottom of the table. Uh, pisser. Have we? I run home. This is a thankful Thursday, and we're thanking uh, our sponsors, Hyundai and Blunston, for this thankful Thursday. Uh, Professor, we've been having a great time. Uh, if anyone's missed uh, any of the content so far, catch up on the podcast download at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we've been asking people who their favourite old athletes are on the back of Stephen O'Keefe going around for another year, and then King Kazu. Uh, going to his 15th club um, in a career that's lasted since 1986. Uh, But right now it's time to chat some more BBL. And on the line we have uh, Channel 7 uh, commentator Trent Copeland. Uh, G'day, Trent. How are you, mate? Going well, going well. How are you, boys? Very well, thanks, Trent. Very, very well. Now, are you on your way to the BBL? Are you in your car making your way to the SCG? I am, yes, in the air con, escaping the heat. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a blistering night, but 
hopefully it's going to be a good game of cricket as well. I think Sixers have to be favourites at this point, given that there's going to be no Kawaja, no Labashane and no Renshaw, um, and also no Swepson for the Heat. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. Can't wait. Mate, do you think the uh, the lack of uh, of Steve Smith is going to hold the hold the Sixers back though? Well, I mean, if you had asked me about three weeks ago, I would have said no. Um, on the back of you know being dropped out of the T Twenty World Cup team, largely having not a huge amount of impact in the BBL, probably mostly because of scheduling, but even in his own right, not being maybe up to standard. But what about his last couple of games? I mean, he's borderline the player of the tournament in four matches. Quite remarkable what he's done. So, yes, I think now we're going to need to see the likes of Philippi stand up, who's been a bit, uh, I suppose, in indifferent form this BBL. Uh, and in the absence of someone like James Vince, who they can normally rely on in big tournaments. And I guess the other big Sixers news, Trent, is that uh, old man Socky is going to go around for another year. Do you think that'll <laughs> fill the boys with confidence today as they run out? Yeah, SEN zone, eh? That's he's, right. Uh, he's doing pretty well. Doing pretty well for himself, old Sock. I've seen his mug on the telly a bit as well. He's uh, a wily old fox. And <laughs> you know who, who backs him in more than anyone is Moses Enriquez, the skipper of the Sydney Sixers. Just trust him. Backs him in in all scenarios, whether it's the power play where he does a great job or if he has to bowl the last over the innings. He just he knows he can trust him and it's such a well-oiled machine. Uh, hopefully those calves of his can yeah. stick together for another year. But I oh, love Socky. He's a good man. Mate, you would have played a bit of cricket with Socky over the years for New South Wales, wouldn't you? What, what is he like as a teammate? Literally, our, our careers have basically gone neck and neck the entire way. So, yeah, you're talking almost 15 years we've played uh, in New South Wales or otherwise um, together. He's a ripper. Uh, I mean, there's no one that attacks the contest more. Um, you know that, you know, much like the Davy Warner, I guess, trajectory of how he attacks an opposition, how he gets about his business, Socky is like that. But then when you have a beer, or you're in a team scenario, you know, he's just around the boys having a good time. And much like I'm sure everyone here is over the SEN uh, airwaves, he's a good fun lad and tells a lot of stories. Yeah, he's a ripper. I'm pretty sure at the start of this grade season, he went down and played one grade game for Manly, took like four for 10 off about three overs and then just left for the afternoon. Couldn't be asked. And bullies guys in the process, no <laughs> doubt. He, he's probably coming... Come in and bowl the perfect left arm offy to a eighteen year old yeah. playing his first first grade game and tell him off he pops. <laughs> <laughs> now, mate, um, it has been a, a cracking BBL season, and yeah, you guys at seven have done a, a great job covering it, mate. Um, the the finals now being the, we're obviously just past school holiday season. Are you expecting that the it's going to be a bit diminished the the crowd tonight? Possibly. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I was out at the showgrounds for the Thunders game uh, to kick off the final series. And on the back of only a couple of days' notice, because the table went right down to the wire, it was really difficult to understand who was going to play where, who was hosting the finals. But what I do know is the Sixers faithful do love this team and they will get out there and get out there in force. Plus, there's plenty of parochial Queenslanders that still reside in Sydney as well. So I'm pretty confident in that. Uh, but what a what a result it's been to see the tournament reinvigorated. Uh, I'm sure you guys agree. Oh, absolutely. Every night, yeah, every night. In my mind, when I think about the Big Bash at its best, 
it's like a box office movie every night. And you don't know what's going to happen or who's going to win. It's been like that this year for numerous reasons. But, yeah, it's been fantastic. And I'm, I've, I'm very lucky to sit in one of the best seats in the house for seven. So, more of it. Yeah, mate, I'm hoping that the, the crowd do get out tonight because it has been a, uh, a cracking season, so hopefully it finishes in style now. And and you know what? It is a Thursday, and it's a thankful Thursday here, but we, we also have phoned it in Friday, so I hope everyone takes that approach tonight, gets out, <laughs> goes to the game, and then just phones whatever they've got to do tomorrow in. Um, mate, looking forward past tonight's game, though, to the Scorchers on Saturday night, whichever one of these teams makes it, do either of them really have a chance of taking on the Scorchers at home? They just look uh, they look unbeatable over there, don't they? Yeah, they really do. And I must say, I, I didn't think that they would. In the absence of a few of their overseas players and certainly their intentions of who they were going to have as their full-time overseas, things probably didn't work out for them. But it just goes to show with the Sixers and the Scorchers, really, 12 years of BBL, inevitably they find themselves in the big games and on the top of the table. It's not by accident. So, look, I think the Sixers can get over there and provided they get through tonight's match, I think they can beat the Scorchers. The Heat, without their international superstars, I'm not sure whether they can do that. But, you know, in T20, you can't beat anyone. So, uh, that's why we all love it so much. And, yeah, look, I can't wait to see what happens tonight, firstly, but that grand final is going to be epic because they had a, you know, a full week to sell that place out. And when it's packed, like we saw in the AFL grand final, it's unreal. Yeah, and you can't hear yourself think. The crowd goes nuts. Hey, Trent, who are you on with tonight in the BBL? Who's your co-commentators? Uh, we've got Ricky Ponting and Chris Green as experts, which Greeny would be great to have. Uh, obviously played in the final series and experienced T20 cricketer. Uh, and James Brasher as well with myself and Mel McLaughlin. So, yeah, you know when Mel and JB and Punter are involved, the big dogs are there, it's a big game. Yeah, I was going to ask you, when, because obviously some of your stable mates, so the likes of Ricky Ponting and Justin Langer and, you know, uh, Matt Hayden and stuff, like, do you do you just sit and hammer them for stories? Stories of when they were playing so, for Australia are, are you, and, yeah? Are you insinuating that they're big dogs and I'm a nobody? Is that what you're getting at? Uh, there's no insinuation going on. I'm saying it pretty bluntly. <laughs> How many tests are you playing, Professor? Oh, oh. I know. Hey, look, you know, I, I get a bit like that. I know when we were well, working at Fox and blokes would walk in like Adam Gilchrist, I would hammer him for stories. I'm assuming, do you do the same or do you try and be more of a colleague and try and act cool? Uh, I'm a bit more of the cricket nuffy element. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I am a real cricket nuffy <laughs> and I, obviously people see that. Uh, with me on the, the big screen during the summer talking just the finer details yeah. of cricket. It's more, that, it's more that stuff that I delve into rather than the stories. But, um, yeah, look, I'm every bit a, a fan first and foremost, so I'm pinching myself every day that I get to work with these guys. And as you say, call them colleagues because you know, Nathan Lyon and I debuted in the same test match and he's the GOAT and I'm... Right here in the car. Mate, <laughs> living the dream, Copes. Mate, I'm now, sure it's a good car, Copes. It sounds great. <laughs> hey, mate, um, yeah, yeah. just on the stuff you were doing on 7, I saw you with the, the keeping gloves on doing a bit of an explanation, um, I think, in that, that yeah. last, maybe in that last test. Now, am I right in thinking that you started your great career as a keeper? Were you a keeper as a junior? Yeah. Yeah, I was a wicketkeeper and opening or number three batter until I was 20. So 
yeah, it was um, strange sort of turn of events. Gave up the keeping gloves uh, around then, basically because in that day and age, the keeper in the grade above you, I was in third grade at the time when I first started, if you didn't have an injury or someone, Nathan Fillon wasn't playing for New South Wales, I just wasn't playing the next grade. So um, basically I gave up the gloves to have a dip at five batting spots rather than one keeping spot. Uh, and then things things happened rather quickly from there. And and then you ended up bowling like seamers. <laughs> like, mate, <laughs> what a career. That's yeah. anno- You're annoyingly yeah. well, good at a lot of things, aren't you, Trent? Uh, no, come on. It, it's <laughs> one of those things where, I mean, I, I do impress upon many kids out there when I go to school visits or, you know, pathways under-19 stuff that guys only practice one skill. But no, 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 no. You, you might think you're something right now, and it goes for the corporate world as well. You might think that you're something right now, but don't ever write off the fact that you could be something else if you turn your mind to it, because I am the perfect example with zero talent. Um, <laughs> that, you know, you can, you can turn yourself into a bowler just, you know, purely by uh, changing your mindset, training harder, and, you know, look where it takes you. Yeah, I think that you still need a, a fair bit of talent uh, that you've got, mate, because I know you are not just a cricketer. You, you're you a very handy hockey player. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> mate, you are. Oh, you, you, are you, you had a run down at um, St. George for a little while there when I was um, playing lower grades down there, and uh, you just straight into the first grade side, whatever, until Cricket New South Wales stopped you. Um, mate, have you, did you manage to catch any of the Hockey World Cup that's been going on? No, I must say, I'm a bit disappointed the lack of coverage that it got, to be honest. And, I mean, the hockey tragics like yourself and myself, we all obviously keep our eyes on it and um, we're certainly across it. But um, it was disappointing for the Aussies to go out in the semi again. Uh, they certainly have the, have the team and the, the nous and the ability to score enough goals to win tournaments like that, but just haven't found themselves... Um, you know, in winning situations with the gold medal around their neck and up, in my opinion. But, yeah, I love hockey, and it's one of those things. I'm devastated that uh, I wasn't able to play more of it. But if I'm being honest, mate, I was never any good. You know, first grade was <laughs> unreal, but I used to – I vividly remember those days, and I used to have Brent Livermore, Jamie Dwyer playing for Gordon and the like and just running rings around me in centre, in centre midfield there. So – I think I made the right decision. <laughs> Trent, the good news for you, you're worried about a lack of coverage, is that there's one bloke that's giving it more coverage than anybody else, which is your idiot mate Barney on this show. <laughs> he talks hockey nonstop. Anyway, hey, Trent, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck tonight no with the coverage. We'll be watching on Channel 7. And uh, I guess good go the mate. mighty sixes. Go the sixes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Cheers, lads. Have a good one. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Trent. Uh, you got your hockey question in there, mate. mate. Are you happy? Genuinely, he he, he undersells his uh, ability. Just, I remember when he, um, there was, yeah, there was a season he he sort of rocked back and uh, just, you know, just had. Oh, I haven't played in a few years, and then all of a sudden you just look at him going, "Geez, you're good." Apparently, he can hit a golf ball too. A couple of the blokes said so. Just annoying, but lovely bloke. <laughs> Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Welcome to the Summer Run Home with your hosts, The Professor, James Rochford and Andrew Barney Barnett. We're doing it with thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, in stock now and Blunston. Rotoflex, Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Now it is time, Professor, Yeah. to be thankful for 
our tra- SEN yes. track listeners who are now joining oh, us. Oh, and mate, after that dry run you just did, this is going to be phenomenal. I know. The people they, the people of Griffith, the Central Coast, and the Illawarra didn't even know I welcomed no. them. No. No. But welcome to uh, <laughs> all of you. Uh, hopefully you're having a thankful Thursday. Uh, in the nation's capital down there in Canberra, uh, I mean, lots going on in Canberra. Everyone loves Canberra. So uh, a big thank you for joining us. And, uh, of course, Queensland, Atherton, Darling Downs, Ingham, Kingaroy and Nanango. How is it Nanangoing Mate, up there? I have to say. Hopefully it's going well. I have to say with the rehearsal before, <laughs> that was really good. I think we should do that every day. Well, we've got one day left. Yeah. But I think, uh, whew, geez, that was, uh, that's the best welcome to SEN track stations you've done all summer. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm still waiting for it. For a text from Nanango. No one from Nanango has ever sent anything to us. That's why I'm, I'm asking them, how's it Nanangoing? Yeah. Just, just, just let us know. Something. Now, you've, you've been very good with your Hyundai dealership shout-outs, Barney. This is when you shine, mate. Yeah. Um, want, let's see how you go today. We, we don't have one today. That's <laughs> Really? Yeah, Mark. we don't have one. What happened? Oh, well. You know what? Give you know what? Give the, let me I'm giving I'm a Hyundai dealership shout-out to all the Hyundai dealerships across the east coast of Australia, no matter where you are, if, you, if, if you're on the central coast. Is there a Hyundai your... dealership in Nanango? Uh, text, us, <laughs> text us and let us know, Nanango people. Uh, and if, if there is, go down, tech drive a, a Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel and see why tomorrow wants its car back. I, don't, I think it's not tomorrow. I think it's Tom Oro. Oh, Tom. It's a guy called Tom who's... <laughs> You know what? I yeah. I actually grew up. Uh, there oh, was a gosh. kid who lived across the road, <laughs> um, and his dad. He, they were the Morrows, and his dad's name was Tom. No, hundred percent. So you know he, Tom Morrow, his, who wants his car back. His old man was part of the. He worked at Uncle Toby's and was one of the team that brought uh, fruit roll-ups to Australia. No. Yeah. Yeah, we are they still to, a thing? Because I know they were just pure sugar. I t- yeah, I don't know if they're still you, a thing. You'd eat, you'd eat two and you'd black out. They yeah. were great. They were great. <laughs> Um, we used to get a bit of that tested on us because the factory you? was nearby. That explains so they do a, a bit lot. Of, uh, did a bit of product <laughs> testing Does at it? the school. <laughs> oh, man, that explains so much. Um, coming up later, Shawnee Omarok from Sportsbet. Uh, it's our, it's, uh, it's our loves, ultimate he loves cross a, to him. Not he loves a fruit roll-up. <laughs> Does he? Yes. I'll, I will ask him. Yeah, he might well. have odds on fruit roll-ups on what they can – I don't know. Next, you got Timmy Manor. Timmy Manor yeah, from the former Eel Enforcer. We'll be chatting to him. And he's going to be part of NRL Nation this year, uh, part of the broadcast team of all our NRL coverage here on SEN. It's good to have Timmy on board. It'll be interesting to get his insight into the steam rooms of the different clubs. It will. It's a shame that uh, Gibbo's not here because he would have loved a bit of steam room chat. He would have. Um, for those a... that are wondering, what, what most people call the engine room, Gibbo mm. calls the steam room. We're yeah. not sure why, but that's just Gibbo, isn't it? I think, wonder if they tested some food on Gibbo when he was younger as well. I think they tested some something. <laughs> maybe something more medical grade on Gibbo. Yeah, maybe. Uh, now, after us today, uh, it's Sports Day with Gary Belcher, and it's his final show, Badge. What? Yeah, Badge is his moving ultimate. on. It's his ultimate show. Um, and, um, yeah. miss him. Yeah, absolutely. So I think Scott Sattler was on holidays. He's back in town. Yep. Uh, so who's going to lots of guests? Lots of surprise guests. guests. Oh, that'll be great. Oh, a lot of people, a lot of people calling in to say uh, farewell to the badge. Yeah, I wonder if they've got any old any of his old Raiders teammates from that uh, eighty nine mm, grand. Final. I wonder. I hope so. Do you think Sticky's calling in? Well, who knows? Do you think Mel's calling in? Mel Meninga. You know Mel. 
Mel's mm. Mel's likely to. He's he. You know what? He'd be listening. He would. One hundred percent. He might be too emotional to call in. Mel gets emotional. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Now, after that, we've got our live coverage of the BBL with Jimmy Smith and Doug Bollinger. Is there a better cricket duo to call the BBL final? The challenger? Let me think. Nope, definitely not. That would be great. Make sure you tune in for that. Now, we do have – do we have Timmy Manor on the line? I'll give him a ring now. Do you a couple of text rests. All right, thank Let's you. Let's do that. There we go. We've been talking about old athletes, and people have been throwing them in uh, all afternoon. Uh, Lundy says Ronnie Palmer. Um, he's he still looks good, doesn't he? How old is Ronnie Palmer, you reckon? Oh, he must be close to 200. You know there's people that just don't <laughs> age, right? Yes. I was saying this about Mark Philippousis. Yeah, the poo. He doesn't he, the age. Poo looks, the poo looks like no older than the day he was <laughs> birthed. <laughs> no. Mate, how old are we? We're 41 and we're laughing at this bloke's thing. Mate, you know That's what, great, you guys, whoever's listening out there, you'll be happy when Joel and Fletch come back. They don't laugh at that sort of gear. <laughs> yeah, no. That's <laughs> not that going at all. Uh, you know, Leighton Hewitt hasn't aged. No, Leighton Hewitt is, uh, yeah, he's similar. Goran's aged. He looks a bit stressed. Goran isn't as a bitch. No. Mate, these athletes, Sturlow hasn't aged. He looks... No, <laughs> Sturlow. <laughs> still got the locks. He looks the same. Athletes that... You know, I will say this, Timmy Manor hasn't aged. Timmy Manor hasn't aged. He, he looks he fighting looks, fit. He looks like he could play tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to say he. We saw him in here just a, about a week ago, and he looked like he could he could be part of any steam room in the NRL. You know, the parasite have lost a lot of forwards. <laughs> Did you say the parasite? <laughs> parasite. Oh, okay. Parramatta, the team that our next guest played for very well. Joining us now. From Parramatta, from the Parramatta Eels, and uh, from the NRL Nation here at SEN, it is our very own Tim Manor. Are you there, Timmy? Gentlemen, how are you? Yes, I am here. Mate, we are having a thankful Thursday. First off, what are you thankful for this Thursday? Oh, that's, that's a good question. I'm, I'm pretty grateful for the steak I had for lunch, to be honest. Yeah, that's oh, a good one. Nice that's steak a lunch on a Thursday. One. You are living the dream. How Timmy. do you cook your steak, Timmy? What do you have? I'm, I'm not going to – I don't want to sound too pretentious, but I didn't cook it myself. Um, <laughs> oh, I mate, it. I told you he lives the dream. <laughs> no, he does. How do you – what are you, I, uh, medium rare? I, I like a medium. I really like a medium. Okay, medium. All right. And did, yeah, what, did, yeah. did we get a sauce with it? Or what, are we talking a mushroom or a pepper? What's, I, your, I never, what's your poison? I never ruin – I never ruin the steak with the sauce, but I do like it on the side just to dabble with every now yep. and then just to, yep. just to mix it up. Um, nice. And just, yeah, but – I'm a traditionalist as well. I also like to keep the, the taste of the steak in my mouth as long as possible. You know nice. what's good at Bernays sauce? Oh, Bernays. Yeah, Bernays, yeah. Well, Rockpool do a great Bernays. And that's, uh, oh, is that where you were? You were at Rockpool. Oh, mate. <laughs> You're doing all right. <laughs> yeah. The Bernays, the Bernays is my favourite. It's um, So, yeah, if I want to put a sauce on, it would be Bernays and they do it very well. What what cut of steak are we talking? <laughs> is, sorry, is this I'm why hungry. Tim has called in? Is it <laughs> no, to talk no, about? I, I can go on about this all day, don't you worry? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a ribeye man. I, you know, yeah, well nice. Cut. Cut. That, that's about flavour. Yep. Um, yeah, ribeye all day. Nice. And what, what, about, what are we sides? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go sides as well? I can go sides. Yeah, what sides did you get? I, um, yeah, well, I'm going through a bit of a phase. Post Christmas, trying to cut out a bit of my carbs. Okay. So I'm, yep. I'm not okay. doing your, your mashed potato and chips. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I I do like um, there's 
there's a few good sides that do have a bit of cars, but they taste good in the corn and mushy, mushy peas and on. Oh, yeah. Do, you, do they no. do the polenta chips there, Timmy? No, they don't. No, no. come on. Yeah. Mate, how... how we're not, we're not la-di-da, mate. We're, oh, yeah, mate. I'm <laughs> sorry. He had, he had broccolini piled up next to him, yeah, mate. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> hey, Tim, we have got you on to talk NRL. We're not far from the start of the season. I think trials start next Thursday. Uh, so we are one week away from, I guess, the Steeden being kicked around grounds all around the country. Uh, first off, let's talk some Parramatta. Um, are you going to make a comeback? Mate, <laughs> <laughs> right, well... People would argue I should have retired 10 years before no, I did. So, no. um, so three years into retirement, I'm, I'm well and truly done and dusted. But no, nah, no comeback here, mate. Um, it's a lot easier being on the outside of the fence and just judging the boys playing now. So it's much easier than actually being on the field. Now, obviously, there is a lot of chat about the Eels and the, uh, I guess you guys lost uh, a lot of players. You lost your uh, your hooker. You lost a few of your forwards, and they like to chat about the premiership window. Yes, we've been chatting window. First off, I want to know, um, is it open, is it closed, is it ajar? And also, what type of window is it, Timmy? <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't get too caught up in that window talk, to be honest. I think, I think teams have won a comp when there was no window in sight. I He's think right. teams uh, have lost plenty with what would have been a window. Um, I, I think we, we definitely lose some talent. You know, Reid Marnie, uh, you know, Oregon Katusi and Papa Lee. You know, some of these really good players are going to be missed. But I, I think we've got some really good talent there. I think, um, you know, we've picked up some nice inclusions like, you know, um, Josh Hodgson, who I think is going to have a big year. I think he's, he's looking prime, looking fit. Oh, well, he's uh, got big biceps. He's got big biceps, yeah. Um I, you know, everyone, it was only a year or two ago, people comparing him to Cameron Smith. So mm. he's, he's a very handy pickup. Um, and, you know, obviously there's a bit of angst and hurt from getting so close here, being so far in last year's competition. So you'd like to think that that would drive them, but I, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know exactly how it's going to go. I was concerned last year when we lost a lot of those talents. And the reason being is because not just what they do on the field, but they're all really decent guys that, you know, you can build culture around. And I think they're going to be missed in that sense. Uh, I just hope that they find a way to replace them, not just on the field, but off the field as well. Do you still have a role out there at Parramatta? Are you officially part of the club? Mate, I'm an ambassador, which means I just turn up to the, the game day, um, eat some meat pies and just uh, hang Best out with, the, in the, with world. the punters. So very, very cruisy job. Not involved with the footy side at all, so just, uh, yeah, just more with the few of the corporates and the sponsors, um, making sure everyone's having fun at the games. This is what Beaver Menzies does at Manly. Ambassador. You get, <laughs> you get diplomatic up. immunity at any of the games. You can just do what you want, and it's all good. Ambassador, nah. mate. Ambassador. <laughs> mate, I'm, I'm, I'm still lucky just to get into this grandstand these days. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's a good gig, mate. I, I, I love watching the boys play, especially that stadium as well. So it's a good thing to do on the on game day to turn up and get to watch the boys. It's a lot different to when you're playing, I think. When I first retired, the first year, it was a weird feeling watching the players play because you spent the last you know, 11 years of your life preparing on game day to play a game of football. And um, to not be in that bubble, it was actually kind of refreshing. I found it, you know, I didn't realise how much anxiety I had game day and how much you know, pressure you put in yourself and how, much, how many days of your life you, you wrote off to pretty much hibernation in your house until the game starts. So it was, it was nice to be on the other side, but... Um, I, I genuinely hope that this year's a good year for them. I think um, there's so much potential there. 
you, there's not a weakness across the park. If you look across the field, you know, you've got an awesome spine. You've got two incredible front rowers. Um, you've got all the, you know, Penasini's really signed. All the ingredients there for a successful team. I just hope it all comes together again. Now, we do love a spine chat here on the summer run home. Um, can we talk, what's your Parramatta spine? Or is it pretty obvious, to be honest? Oh, it's pretty obvious. You've got yeah. Gatto 1, you've got yeah. Mitchell and Dylan 6 and 7, and then you've got Horsham 9. Um, the, I think the, the question mark is going to be who that 14 is. Yeah. Uh, that utility role, because uh, I don't think that one's as obvious. Um, they, 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 they dabbled with Jake Arthur at Sale last mm. year. Um, they got Mitchell Rain there as well in the top 30. So, yeah, unless I'm missing someone obvious, I don't see who's going to be playing no. that role just yet. No, the power is one of those teams where you sort of know it before the, the season starts. On your halfback, Mitch Moses, obviously... Nobody's really sure what's happening beyond 2023. Have you heard anything? Have you had any chats to Mitch? Just said, stop listening to your mate Luke Brooks. Stay here. <laughs> I haven't heard anything. I, I did speak to uh, Robbie a fair bit in the off-season. I'm oh. up with him a fair bit, and he was pretty confident Ooh. being on the other side of the fence as, as a Tiger. Um, but I, I, I think the longer it goes on, the less likely he's, he's going to leave. I, I, I can't see him jump and chip in. For all, the, yeah, for all the excitement about Tigers at the moment and their key signings, um, you know, it, it's one thing to you know train well and be ready in the off season. It's another thing to you know be able to do that in, once the games start. And I just think, um, you know, they've got a bit of work to do. You know, they they've got, they've got a lot of they've got a lot of work to do to get to where they need to be. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, coming from the wooden spoon to try and even know, even make that eight. At least there's the Dolphins this year. They should be right for a win or two. <laughs> and there's three buys. I think the Dolphins are surprised people. I reckon the Dolphins have, have a bit of surprise in them. I know they, they definitely don't have the star power as other things, but you've got Wayne Bennett, yeah. an old Wiley coach, and you've got some really senior players that aren't, probably aren't as good as other teams, but they, they know what to do to get some results. Of it. I'm not saying they're going to make the eight, but I think they'll uh, surprise a few teams this year. Well, who's the Dolphins' spine that you see, Timmy? Oh, that's a great question. Um, mate, pa- you can say pass if you want. Yeah, I've got no idea. Yeah, I like, <laughs> like pass that, guys. I've been, I've been to holiday mode for the last four Yeah, months. me too, mate. How good is holiday yeah, mode? Yeah. Mate, it's the best. Pass. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, you are working Rugby League Nation here at, at SEN, um, which is going to be exciting. I'm after this last 30 second chat. Sorry, say that again. If I still have a job after not knowing the spine for the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, geez. The Hutchie and Jeremy are outside just shaking their heads, mate. They're, you know they're Dolphins, man. Um, now, we've actually got people texting in Yeah, we questions. asked people to text in questions. Yeah. Um, Sean wants to know, uh, ask Timmy why Ryan Madison isn't playing and why he elected to miss the first four games. Um, obviously, still oh. people are still a bit bitter about that. Well, if I was listening to this show, I'd text him the same question because I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm scratching my head as well with that one. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I um, and the funny thing was that they tried to they tried to claim that like they tried to appeal it, but he came out you know four or five days even after he did it and and doubled down on his position. Um, I just feel like you know surely, surely someone could throw him a bone or let him borrow a few bucks. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, he, it's gonna be it's gonna be a real challenging one for him to sit down the sideline. It's a it's a tough first three games as well for Parramatta, and if he's sitting on the sideline knowing that you're physically capable of being on that field, um, yeah, it's gonna be an awkward feeling. But I think he he made his bed and now he's just got to sleep in it. I guess. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Now, one of the other questions that's come in. This is off the back of uh, we've been talking about old athletes like uh, that are still going. I don't know if you're aware of King Kazu. He's a Japanese uh, soccer player who's just signed with his fifteenth club, and his career's been going since 1986. He's 55. He's 55 years of age. <laughs> still, still kicking around. And um, yeah. one of the teams he, the team he uh, spent last year at was the Suzuka Suzuka Point Getters. Um, which we thought was a great name for a team. So someone, uh, Patrick, has texted in asking Tim Manor if he wants you to uh, support and push to change the name from the Parramatta Eels to the Parramatta Point Getters. Are you on board for the Point Getters? Point Getters, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just my brain going next. I've got uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. But the first thing I think of that is the Point Losers after getting stripped from the salary cap. Patrick, why would you bring that up? Oh. <laughs> well, and you were on the other Point end of it. it. You were on the other end of it when they when you were in the 2009 grand final, weren't you, Timmy? Yeah, I was there. When yeah, those yeah. stinking storm who got away with it then, and you lost that grand final. Can I ask you? Because uh, you know, yeah, yeah. No, you go, you go. Well, I was going to say people ask me about that all the time. Yeah, good. It upsets me, and that it doesn't doesn't upset me, and. I'll tell you why. I got, there's, a, there's a little bit of respect I have for the Storm because they did it and they won a grand final. We did it and we won a wooden spoon. So at least they did it well. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. Because it. it's funny working yeah. with Hindy for all those years. Grand final week and grand final time, Yeah, he he, yeah. he doesn't like it. As you know, you know Hindy well. Are you a bit the same? Do you get a bit funny around grand final yeah. time? I, okay. I, I'm probably not as much as Hindy. I, just, there's, there's a, I think every athlete, even if, I think even if they have won one, grand final day, for them, it's probably good memories, and they, they just remember, you know, how much they wish they could experience that again. Uh, I think the ones that haven't won one, you look at it and you go, "I wish, you know, I was able to achieve that." Um, that said, it doesn't keep me up at night. Like it's, it's probably just something that you feel grand final. They go, "Oh yeah, that'd be nice to have won one," but um, yeah, I'm still sleeping at night. Okay. Can you have a chat to Hindy for us? Do you think you could head up to the property? Just tell him to cheer up. Get to the property. It'll take me about 30 minutes to walk from the entrance to his house. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Exactly. Um, the manor. The house. compound. <laughs> the compound, yeah. The, the butler will let me in and hopefully I'll get out of the Hey, mate. Um, looking forward. Oh, here we go. Yeah, they're coming in now. we got uh, Say Hi to Timmy. I played CRS New South Wales with him at Wagga Wagga in 2006. It's from uh, Daniel. So, I mean, as long as there was one Daniel in that team, there's no Daniel surname. Yeah. He might be like... Um, Bono or sure, maybe he just goes by Daniel. Do you want to say hi to Daniel, Tim? Oh, hi, Daniel. Yeah. Hey, Jeez, it must be nice to catch up with old teammates. This was a long time ago. I would have been maybe sixteen, seventeen at the time. Oh wow! Hey, uh, now looking for you are part of the uh, the uh, NRL Nation coverage. Um, who are you? Who are you looking to be paired up with for the commentary team? If you got to pick um, the roster, who yep. who do you see yourself in the in the commentary booth with? Mate, I'm pretty. Yeah, it's the first thing did to make answer. They're all great. I, I, enjoy, <laughs> I, I like the way Sugar really coaches you through it. The way he makes it easy for you. He's just a, he's just a natural at that. But I did form up a bit of a, a partnership, a bit of a uh, a little bit of a crew with uh, Jimmy Smith and the Spud Carroll. Oh, geez, oh, that's a dangerous uh, combo. We did a number of Thursday nights together, and it, the Thursday night shift, which you're talking about, close to five hours on air together. So you. You do spend a fair bit of time, and um, the fact that we just got to go week in, week out again, there was a fair bit of ribbing, uh, and we got really comfortable taking the piss out of each other, which uh, 
I hope, mate, for some good listening. Oh, it absolutely does, mate. Uh, we'll be looking forward to hearing you on uh, NRL Nation. And, uh, and, mate, we'll thank you for coming on this afternoon. Uh, we're thankful for you coming on on this thankful Thursday. Thanks, Timmy. Timmy. Thank you, lads. I'm thankful also. Cheers. <laughs> we'll chat to you soon. <laughs> Uh, you are in the summer on Home with the Professor and Barney. There's only uh, uh, ooh, about half an hour left of this penultimate show, so please yeah. hang around for that. bit more steak chat after the break. Yes, welcome back to the summer on Home. Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now and by Rotoflex by Blundstone. Stability meets the fruit of to move. Hey, uh, Barney, we've only got half an hour left of our penultimate show for the summer rundown. Oh, man. And if, if Sports Day wasn't such a good show, I'd be asking to go for another hour. Would you? Yeah. You're crazy like that. That's all that testing they did on you with the roll-ups. Mm. Hey, if there was one guest you'd like to have at 5.30 on the penultimate show on a thankful Thursday, who would you like it to be? It's your choice, mate. To be honest, yeah. uh, this is when I usually, like at this time of the day, I get like I start to wonder about like the betting market. Okay. Like what, what are the markets doing? Um, I need an update. Is there anyone out there that I've got a guy? You've got what? Yeah, I've got a guy. Listen to this. It's not Try, who I think it is. It is, is it? mate. Try sports bets, bet with mates, start a group and build a model together. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the summer run home, Shawnee Omerod. <gasps> Boys. Hey. How are we? Good, I'm, Sean. I'm how are you? Bit- I'm a little bit sad because it's a penultimate for you, but it's the ultimate for me. I won't be, uh, I I won't know, be joining you tomorrow afternoon. So. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit down the dumps, boys, because I have. It's been. I'm, I'm going to put it out there. It's been probably the best summer of uh, of my life. You know, spending, you know, a little bit of my afternoon with you boys uh, every day. So you, you're going to be missed. And I've I've already got one eye on next summer. Let's put oh, it that way. beautiful! It, it has been the summer of Sean. It has. You you got married. Um, <laughs> you took yeah. a, you took Australia Day off. I haven't yep. forgotten that, mate. We were in here. And and now oh, you're off tomorrow. And the day after. Remember, yeah, you don't, did. Don't yeah, forget, that's right. And then the Friday. Don't forget, I took the day after as well. Yeah, and he went, really he went for a beer, remember, on uh, what was it, the uh, Summer Solstice Eve? Yeah, that's You went down right. and had a beer yeah, and then we told the punters where you were going to be drinking. And that I, was the Glenmore. Mm. Yeah. So get down there. That's tell, right. Tell Sean he owes you money. <laughs> you have had some highlights. <laughs> it'll, it'll be in our uh, best of summer reel tomorrow. Don't you worry about that, Sean. It will. So what are yeah. you doing tomorrow? Yeah, what's come, going on? Can't come to the ultimate. No, so I've got a, I've got a valid excuse. So my uh, my darling mother uh, is in town, picking her up from the airport uh, early afternoon. Uh, so she's up in the uh, the glorious Harbour City for the weekend. So I uh, I won't be able to join, but it's a pretty good excuse. Mate, what's, what? I'll be showing showing her the sights. Mate, is you now this is a long shot. What what's your mum's name? That would be Maggie. Could could we get mother. a a market update from Maggie Omerod? <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> That would well, be funny. Good. I mean, the, the, as the saying goes, the apple doesn't far uh, fall from the tree. She doesn't mind a little flutter uh, on occasion, Maggie. So she she might be able to tip you into a winner uh, probably better than I would uh, for Saturday racing. So you never know. After a few GNTs, she might just want to pick up the phone, mate. And, and tell uh, me, tell me that Maggie's market doesn't work. Oh, Maggie's market. What have we mean, got in Maggie's it market? Itself, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, the rice itself. It does. Mm. Okay, um, let's get some Shawnee's. Super tips? No. Yeah. Shawnee's <laughs> subtle? No, nah, it doesn't work. Hey, mate, BBL's on nah. tonight. The Challenger, mm. nothing to do with the disaster. We worked that out yesterday. Yep. It's the semi-final. It's on tonight between the Brisbane Heat and the Sydney Sixers. What do you got for us? Yeah, just like Shawnee's subtle tips, the Challenger name probably needs there a little bit go. more workshopping. <laughs> needs a little bit more workshopping before they oh, just absolutely. roll it out. Uh, you know, it's funny, fun fact, actually. It wasn't uh, – was it just before I was born or just – 
Disaster. Anyway, the Challenger disaster. All the way what back. What year were you born? There you go. 1986, Sean. Sean, yeah. you were Aye. born in the year that our man, King Kazu, started his football career. Are you across King Kazu? No, you're going to have to fill me in. I'm uh, a great King mate, Kazu. J- Japanese uh, footballer. Uh, oh, no. No, I have. I have seen this. Yes. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. He's he's going to his fifteenth club. He's uh, he's been going a while. There's a lot of great Australians born in uh, in 1986, mm. mate. You uh, you uh, uh, who was it? Jackson and he is Bird. right, by the way, Jackson. He is right that the Space Shuttle Challenger disaster happened in 1986. Nothing to do with King yeah. Kazu. No, nothing. No, no. Okay, right. So it wasn't like commuting him there or anything. Oh, let's hope not. No. <laughs> uh, so on a much Where were we? <laughs> much brighter <laughs> note, eh? What, uh, what mm. odds have you got for tonight, Sean? BBL, that's right. Sydney Sixers still very, very hot favourites here. $1.44 to progress for the final once again to play uh, Perth Scorchers. Perth are very, very short to, to look to trophy this year. Obviously already there in the box seat. They're $1.45. Brisbane Heat, all the work to do. $2.81. Missing some very, very key players, obviously, who have been uh, on the plane. Well, some of them actually got on the plane on time. Some didn't, but I think they've since arrived. I'm looking at you, Uzi. Mm. Uh, so it's a little bit one-sided, the Sixers. We expect them to win, but we've got a couple of interesting markets. You know Sugar's try score at bingo is all the rage uh, throughout the footy season. Yes. We've got hit a six bingo and wicket take a bingo for tonight's game. So jump on the app and you can say, I won't read out the players because I'll be here uh, all night. But I thought I'd build a little uh, same game multi for us tonight, boys, because... Oh, let's, Let's write it down. Yeah, I've been in the company today of the doyen of cricket at Sportsbet, one Hammy Goodman, who you boys know uh, yes, good uh, man, quite Hammy. well. Yes, he's going to the cricket tonight. So I said, look, I'm going to need the same game for the uh, for the professor and Barney tonight. What do you got for me? And he's been on some sort of hot streak. So okay. we're going to we're going to start building it very simply. We're going to throw the sixes. Uh, just to win the match. They, what about this for a stat? They've won each of their last nine games at the SCG. So we're going to chuck that in, dollar forty-four. Then we start to get a little bit fruity. He just wanted to keep it simple and go Sydney Sixers into Sean Abbott to, uh, to take three or more wickets. That's $4.80. But I'm going to go one step further. You had the great uh, Josh Philippe on the show uh, last night. I'm going to yeah. chuck him in to score 20 runs as well, at least 20 runs. We're getting a nice little eight bucks for our three-leg uh, multi there, boys. That's how I'm playing it. As I said, comes comes from very good authority. Uh, that man, Hammy Goodman, has been seeing them like beach balls in the BBL. Okay, but you added in the Josh Filippo. That's a little. That's a little asterisk. Okay, with that. So if the, if the other two get up and that one goes, that's down, what I'm thinking. Know, <laughs> yeah, you're going to hear yeah, it. So do do as you please. Do as you please. <laughs> that's money for Magenta Jam, as far oh, as I'm concerned. Is. Absolutely, <laughs> eight bucks. Taking it. Absolutely. Mm. Now the NBL rolls on. Yep. Um, yep. Getting towards the. Uh, Get Last games the of the season, yeah. So you got Hawks Breakers tonight. You got anything for us, Shawnee? Yeah, got plenty for you. Now, it's a bit of a, a tale of two very, very different seasons for these uh, two teams. The Illawarra Hawks, stone cold motherless last they are. Only won three games. So as you suggest, they're playing uh, the Breakers who are going to find themselves in the finals after this week. That's so pretty lopsided, a little bit like the BBL tonight. The Breakers are twenty-three. The Illawarra, $4.05. The line is 8.5. But you never know. Would the Breakers potentially put the queue in the rack knowing they're, they're definitely going to play finals? You never know with these games, so they can be a little bit tricky. Uh, but we're all about the Kings on this show. Uh, I'm well and truly on the bandwagon. And there's still a bit of room on there if you want to jump on with me because I know you, you are a big Ooh, swish. Yes, man. I'm on there, mate. Yeah, Kings, yeah, Kings are, they're going around tomorrow night. Again, doesn't really mean much 
finish top, guaranteed, going to play finals, and my tip to win the whole thing. And they're pretty short against the 36ers, $1.31, our boys, the Kings, Adelaide, $3.26. But the uh, the swishing is really starting to hot up. What if you went Kings into sixes? You do the Sydney double. You guys. Ooh, Sydney special. Do we need to fill for you for is a it, sec? So you is can it do Sean's mats? Sydney special? Oh, there you go. Keep, just keep filling. Keep, keep filling, filling away, mate. Mick, Mick has suggested... Mick has suggested on the text line here a name for your uh, a name for your segment Sean's salubrious tips. I don't mind that. <laughs> what about Sean's salubrious suggestions? Because I mean, for suggestions betting. can be suggestions <laughs> for betting. Yeah, no. Mm. That's, that what about this? Really... For, is this a is this a salubrious enough price? Yeah, a dollar eighty nine. You're getting for that little double there. The Sydney the Kings into the Sixers tonight. Oh, okay. Mate, I'll take that. Hey, you, you, now with you saying, would the would the New Zealand breakers put the queue in the rack because they know they're in the finals, mm. mate? It is not like New Zealand teams to just sort of give <laughs> up midway through anything. I mean, I don't know if you've watched no. the New Zealand Warriors, but that is not their go, mm. all right? New Zealand aren't that kind of It's hard, country. though, because you do the joke about the NRL and then in the back of your mind, like the All Blacks have never given up on anything ever. <laughs> and yeah. would they would... Yeah, they gave up on well, losing. <laughs> yeah, they gave up on losing. That's right. I'm just hanging my hat on. We saw the uh, the, the black sticks, or they called the, the the New Zealand hockey team. They just fell they in an absolute heap. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah when when the news of uh, Jacinda Ardern uh, stepping down. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully that just great, you know gets some momentum. We've got the World Cup at the end of the year. Does that infiltrate the All Blacks camp? We can only hope. Oh, let's God. hope so. I do. Now um, we mm. have um, our resident Scott Mark. Mm in the seat today. So we have to do some uh, English Premier League. <laughs> yes, Mark, I'm asking him. Just calm yeah, down. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Um, yes, what have you got for us uh, in the Premier League? Yeah, well, actually, I actually put this in the uh, in the run sheet purely because I got a text of Adam Peacock, resident Ramble man on SEN, and he was a little bit aggressive and told me, basically, we've got to chat some Ramble, and I know Mark loves it as well. But mm. it's officially... Boys, uh, a race in two for the uh, English Premier League title because we've got so Arsenal. They're now pretty uh, pretty good odds on here. Dollar sixty seven to lift the title, and the only team that can catch them, Man City, two dollars twenty five. So when you look at that, that's basically a head to head market uh, between those two. It's almost a footy head to head prices those two. But as it stands, Arsenal in the box seat, and I'm keen to know: has there been any cash out movement? Mate, I'll have to man. I'll have to text my man Tommy Orr because uh, he's mm. he's feeling very good about this whole thing. He's, yeah, he's, well, he he's should started, be. Look at that price, mate. He started booking mm. like he started looking at cities he's going to visit. This is his round the world <laughs> trip. He's, uh, he's yeah. got it all. So I'm going for Man City at this point, uh, just to annoy him. <laughs> As any good mate should, you always cheer against your mates. That's uh, that's what we're all about. But they play so Arsenal are playing Everton. Uh, when's this one? Saturday night, our time. Uh, new uh, start of a new era for Everton. They've just signed my or Burnley's old manager, my boys, Shawnee Dosh. Uh, he's already got them eating gravel just to toughen up a little bit. The Everton boys because they're in all sorts of trouble down the bottom of the ladder. Eight dollars fifty they are to beat Arsenal. Who are obviously in great form. Uh, Arsenal a dollar forty in that one, but there's also a bit of Aussie flavour. The great Harry Suter just signed with uh, yeah. City, I believe. They're going around. They're playing Aston Villa. Big outsiders, though, Leicester City, uh, $3.75. Villa, uh, just odds on there, $1.95. Premier League, as I said, does look a dead set race into at the moment. And I think I'm going to go for Man City with you, Barney. Yes. Okay. Oh, there you I go. Like I All like it. All right. Uh, Mark's given mm. me the nod which means we can move on from the round ball. Is it okay, Mark? We can. <laughs> he's allowed. Yeah, it's yes, right, okay, yeah. he's allowed it. Uh, and w- the last mm. one we've got there, Barney, is the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, yes. Uh, we got a, well, we got uh, 
the Pro Bowl next week, and then after that, yep. we've got the we've got the. I mean, I, I'm a Pro Bowl guy, but I will watch. I will watch the Super Bowl if I'm pushed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What are we looking at in those markets, mate? Anything uh, Anything on the weird stuff yet? No, we haven't got much uh, weirdness. We've got all those uh, Rihanna markets up for up and betting, so jump on and check all those out. But as I said, between now, as we get closer, we start to get real fruity. You'll see the uh, maybe the length of Anthem is always a big one, so keep an eye out for that one. But as far as the the uh, the big match itself goes, Kansas City they were two dollars oh five only a couple of days ago, and we thought that that price might just trim up, and that's exactly what it's done. They're a dollar ninety eight now, so it has been a push for them. Philadelphia Eagles have uh, eased a touch to a dollar eighty-three. So I think I honestly think this game could jump a toss of the coin as we approach kickoff. But all the money early doors was on Kansas City. It was about two thirds. It's even up a touch, but the marketplace is saying it's a little bit more even than uh, than what it was certainly. But the total looks big as well. It's obviously a uh, do or die game. Fifty and a half. So you might want wow. to think about the uh, the unders there. Yeah, it feels like a big number. Yeah, a couple you know, of. Smarter blokes than me out there. A couple of gunslinging uh, quarterbacks there. There's a couple of blokes who yeah. go no defence. Can get some points. Hopeless uh, defensive oh, lines, are they? <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to cast aspersions over the defence. But, yeah, you've got a couple of quarterbacks who can who can put mm. a lot of yardage and, uh, yeah, get a lot of points. So, hey, uh, we've got a few suggestions here. Mark has just been – he's really loving this idea that we uh, get a, a sports bet update from your mum tomorrow. He's, <laughs> he's suggesting <laughs> I just saw that. multis with mags. That's good. Love it. Which isn't bad. Yeah. Or try sports bets, bet with mags. Now, there's <laughs> Mate, a promotion. Hey, I also have Can you a, let, yeah. let's take this uh, Let's take this offline. Can I get Mark's mobile number? Because he should be working in a marketing department. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I've also got a theme tune. Can you just type in for me um, Maggie, the song? <laughs> <laughs> Some rock and Rod Stewart. Ooh, what's what's on for you? You'd yes. be pleased to know it is a it is a favourite song. It has oh. to karaoke machine around. You it's don't a, want to be near Maggie when uh, the yeah, sun comes on. It's a cracking mm. song. Hey, oh, Belter. What is on for the weekend with Mum in town, mate? Are you taking her to see a few of the sights of Sydney? What's happening? Yeah, so we'll we'll do a bit of a sightseeing tomorrow night. Nice dinner somewhere. She might be listening, so I can't reveal where it is. Uh, we've actually got a so it's my uh, beautiful wife's uh, uncle's ninetieth birthday on Saturday. Wow. Uh, so we're, yeah, what sports so he's still playing? Afternoon. You know what? He's a, he's a mad sailor. He's uh, he's done about 30 Sydney to Hobart back in the day. So sailing wow. to, was was his bread and butter. Uh, but not not so much these days, as you can imagine. But he's uh, he's doing well. Great, you know, great, uh, great innings, as they say. Who's your um, favourite old athlete, Sean? Have you got one? We've been talking about that all afternoon. My favourite old athlete. What mm. defines what well, defines old? Well, so Barney's been talking about uh, obviously yeah. King Kazu, who's, who's 50, of he course. turns fifty six next month. Um, we've had a few. Uh, so on the text line, someone's just said Mark Calloway, the Undertaker, started in eighty seven, still wrestling, age fifty seven, undefeated at WrestleMania from FOT. Yeah, yeah. Gary Player was seventy three when he stopped playing golf. Uh, who was the ice hockey guy? I said Barney. Uh, Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe. He was 52. Played 26 seasons of the NHL. Uh, yeah. So that's kind well, of just an... on that little. Keeping with the wrestling theme, Rick Flair. He's uh he's an absolute uh, he's an absolute jet, and has has been going for uh, for many many years. I think he was in the uh, in the ring only a couple of years ago. God knows how old he is. Hey, can you do the Ric Flair woo for us, Sean? Give us a woo. 
There you go. That's he it. knows it. That's very good. Hey, Mark, <laughs> have we got? Have we got it? Mate, what a what a chin! Oh, there it is. What a chin! Oh. Good chin, Mark. Good chin. <laughs> um, hey, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure over summer. Um, yeah. All mine. All mine. Pencil in December 2023. 20, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and um, yeah, have fun on the weekend with your mum. I'll see you in 10 months. Hey, <laughs> I don't want to steal Rove's, uh, Rove's catchphrase, but say hi to your mum for me. <laughs> Beautiful little day. All right. See you, Shawnee. Very good. Oh, it is a good chin, isn't it? It yeah, is. Very good. Um, Try sports bets. Bet with mates. Start a group. Build a multi-together. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. If you've got problems with gambling, 1-800-858-858 is the number to call. Um, I do like the idea that we uh, we get Sean's mum on. We should have a mum week here at SEN. Everyone, everyone sort of gets their mum on the radio. I'd love to hear, like, you know, like, like Joel, and, um, Joel and Fletcher's mums. Just doing like doing drive. That would be good. It'd be good. Actually, um, we should do it for May, Mother's Day. We should do a Mother's Day day here at SEN. Yeah, that's a great idea. Maddie White's mum would be lovely, wouldn't she? I, I don't know. I, I, you got I, to assume she's raised him very yeah, well. Yeah, she has. I don't know. I don't think my mum would come in. <laughs> She'd just go, nah. She'd go to your brother's work, though, she wouldn't would, she? She would, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. That is not accurate. Uh, What's your mum's name, Mark? My mother's name is Judy. Judy Thompson. Judy. Beautiful name. That's a beautiful Scottish name, too. She's from Yorkshire. She's from Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, you idiot. <laughs> hey, uh, let's have a quick chat. Daily Telegraph, Barney, every year they do it and we love it. Sorry, just before oh, we do yeah, this, this Mag's Magic Maidens, multiply your bad. money with Mag Mum. <laughs> um, and then... Wake up, Maggie, I want to bet with you, says Mick. Wake up, Maggie. Yeah, I like that. Um, so, yes, coaches poll, Barney. Um, they, they They're like ripping to... you off. Sorry? They're ripping you off. What do you this mean? Is the, the professor's smoking poll. The coach's smoking poll. What's going <laughs> well, on? It's, uh, it's, uh, it's very similar. Um, and I've already written and I've already penned an email to the Daily Telegraph. Asking a for a quick cease and desist. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh, while we can get some, while we can get basically another six minutes worth of radio out of it, let's have a little look. So uh, I think the way it works um, is that they go and they ask the coaches uh, a bunch of questions. So it's a News Corp poll of 24 NRL coaches and assistant coaches, uh, basically, you know, in ins and outs of the game. Um, I'm going to give you some highlights here, Barney. Sorry, how many? Co- 26? 24. 24. Coaches and assistant coaches. Yes, correct. So how do they decide which clubs get to – because what have we got, 17 clubs? Yeah. So seven of them get to have an assistant coach right in as well? Or are we thinking that some of the coaches are like, nah, bugger this? Yes, I would say, yeah, it's 17 assistant coaches. <laughs> and, <laughs> and only and seven, seven coaches, coaches that could be asked, yeah. which I'm going to – let's list them now. I'm, I reckon uh, – well, your mate, Adam O'Brien – yeah, well. He'd be dying to. Um, he, he loved. My mate, Anthony Seabold, he would have done it. Yep. Um, I think Ricky would have. You reckon? Well, he's got oh, an axe to grind. Yeah, that's right. He would have <laughs> been <laughs> He doesn't trust that's him to, not to tone down his responses. Uh, Todd Payton strikes me as a man that would probably do the. He's fastidious. He is. Um, Ricky Stewart, that's four. Who else? Belly Eight wouldn't have bothered. Wayne no. couldn't be asked. Trent Robinson would have been drinking wine. Yes. Seraldo would have. Course. I think he's new. He wants a bit of attention. Well, yeah, Seraldo still thinks of himself as an assistant coach. He hasn't really, you know what I mean? Like he, 
He's still in that mould. Yeah, isn't he? He still wearing a trainee badge. Yeah. Um, Justin Holbrook, he would have. And well, the other thing with Seraldo is he, if he would have only done it if Gus gave it to him. You know what I mean? Gus is pulling the strings out there. Yeah, you're right. So maybe he wasn't allowed to do all of it. Yeah. Maybe it was some of it was redacted. I know. Do you think right, fill it in and then bring pen. it to me and I'll correct it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And we'll send it in. Yeah, yeah. It's in your name. I've got six. Webster? Yeah. Andrew Webster. Would have, yeah, all the new guys would. will want to definitely yeah. have yeah, a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have. So, they wouldn't know yet that that first grade coaches don't bother with this sort of game. No. And then you got to imagine, like, like I'd, I'd say Robbie and uh, Benji would have probably filled out one form. <laughs> Together, yeah, yeah. on the pen at the yeah. same time, yeah, together. Who who writes there? You reckon who's talking and who's writing, <laughs> mate? Do you reckon Robbie's chatting answers and Benji's? No, mate. I think it's the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. mate. Uh, some of the questions. Oh, you spelled my name wrong. <laughs> uh, best coach in the NRL. Take a guess. Uh, for my money, yeah, the best coach in the NRL is probably. It's I you know oh. they love the term daylight between first and second. It's whew, it's like daylight, torchlight, sunlight, every type of light. Really? Between first and second, yeah. So I I'm thinking first would have to be uh, Craig Craig Fitzgibbon. <laughs> he did a great job. <laughs> hey, mate, he's second. <laughs> is he? Yeah, fair income. Well done. First <laughs> first is not Craig. another Craig. Good, good Craig. <laughs> is it? Do you reckon that Craig Fitzgibbon did so well because a lot of blokes just, <laughs> just saw <laughs> Craig and tick the box? Yeah, yeah Craig. Craig that's him. There you go. Uh, then you got uh, Ivan Cleary on eight percent. That's interesting. Went back to back. Can only get eight percent. That yeah. just means he's unpopular amongst his peers. Yeah. He's probably a bit of a at those coaches conferences. He well, probably carries on a bit. You know, all his assistants are now you know head coaches, oh, so they're voting somewhere else. That's right. Ivan, Screw I'm better than bloke. him. Uh, old Wayne Bennett's still in there, four percent. Oh, that makes oh, oh that that's weird though, because a lot of ex assistant coaches and the ex interim coaches, Bellyache's weakness we found out oh, we is interim did. coaches. Did you know we did a study on it? Oh no, please tell me. So, Bellyache eight times in his career has lost to interim coaches, so coaches that have been put in oh. just for one or two games. His coaching record overall is like I think phenomenal, he's phenomenal. Like he might be up near. Seventy, oh, like ninety-eight percent. He's one, <laughs> but but yeah, his uh, his his record against interim coaches is horrendous. Yeah, and so because what the, what we came to was if you end up in a grand final against the Storm, best Boom. thing you can do for your team is sack your coach. Ah, okay. put in an interim coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think the Dolphins are making grand finals though. Ooh, as a do you want to say myself. something that's spicy on this program? Yeah, Listen, mate. I can say it. As Dom's a Dolphins out there. Fan. He's gonna tweet it. I, I'm Redcliffe till I die. I mean, okay. I'm Red, Redcliffe till I die. Okay. <laughs> uh, then you got Todd Payton, 4%, and that's fair enough. And then mm. uh, Robbo. He's, he's good, 4%. Todd Payton, I reckon. Yeah, me too. They, uh, his reputation turned around within 12 months because the first year, all the Cowboys fans hated him because he wasn't playing was Tamalo the whole time. Yeah. And then last year, all of a sudden, they're like, he's a genius. You know, all he had to do was get um, decent halfback. Chad Townsend went up there and he, he made a real difference. Uh, do you believe that all commentary slash criticism related to performances of a referee by coaches should be banned? That means <laughs> there's one, there's one coach we can guess that voted no. Yeah. I'm guessing. Geez, that's what really uh, leadingly worded, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, no was 67%, but one coach voted 67 times, apparently. <laughs> the Canberra address. Um, yes. 
25%. Who's the, who's the bloody brown noses? Yeah. Who's the goody two-shoes? The, the guy who doesn't like going to press conferences at all, probably. Who is, who is it that never... I mean, I suppose Robbo doesn't get really... They, they get the rub of the green a lot of the time, don't they? The Roosters, oh, yeah, when are they, they doing, mate? Come yeah. at me, Roosters fans. Oh, yeah, million percent. You, you watch the text yeah. line. Six again. We'll never forget, mate. We'll never forget. Prefer, uh, prefer not to answer. Ooh, who's Ooh. got splinters? Who's sitting on the fence? Yeah. Which I, coaches you know, are doing that? I see probably. Um, that might be Robbie and Benji had a split vote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, they should. No, no they, they shouldn't. shouldn't. They should. Shut up, Robbie. I'm the senior assistant coach. No, you're not. <laughs> Shinzi told me I was. <laughs> okay. Got to be fun at the Tigers oh, at the moment. I can't wait. Are coaches consulted enough by the NRL? Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing they all think no. <laughs> no, was They want the referees to consult them before they blow the whistle yeah. every time. Yes, was hey, 8%. Billy, hey, you reckon that was offside? <laughs> Before they even blow it. Yeah. Mate, I'm going to blow it here, do you mind? Yeah. I'm going to blow it? Just You're look right? up to the coach's box. So, yeah. I'm getting mixed. One of you <laughs> says blow right? it, one of you says not. Uh, prefer not to answer. 13%. That's Robbie and Benji. There again. All right. That was our penultimate show. Um, tune in tomorrow for the ultimate uh, summer rundown with the professor yeah. and Barney. Only one to go. Gibbo's, Gibbo's, back. Yeah, yeah, Gibbo's back. It'll be discipline again. Oh, <laughs> not God. the free-for-all that Mark lets us run. No. Hey, Mark, thanks for coming in. That was a lot of fun. Of course. Anytime, boys. All right. We will catch tomorrow. you tomorrow. <laughs> See you then. <laughs>